This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, what up, though? Shaman J. Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Him With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's your favorite baby daddy. Let's go, man. Yo, um, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 256. Uh, Get it right. Get it right. Nigga, you you on this podcast too. Nigga. This, this is <laughs> your job. That's your job. <laughs> the fuck is the, the right count is your job. Uh, episode 256. Yeah, I'm All right. All right. The count is your job. 256. Back in the day, if you had a 256 gigabyte uh, stick of memory, like that was like the shit. Yeah. Like 256. That's a long time ago. Like now, like you got, <laughs> your shit don't come with two gigs. Yeah, that's gigs. a long time ago. Anywho, um, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 256. That's a long time for y'all to keep coming back, man. So I definitely do appreciate it. Uh, I was going to throw some sound effects or something, man. No, no, no all sound right, effects. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it got some on here, but I got to load some. This just got the standard shit. We, th- we throw some round of applause right. in this motherfucker. You know what I'm Good saying? Um, no air horns? Uh, I don't think. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, thank you. No, no thank this is, you. let me see what all this shit. Man, it sounds like some jazz or something. Yeah, like, yo. That's coming back from the commercial After these messages, break. we'll be right back. Uh, anyway, though, uh, we'll, we'll kick this off. We do got a, a, a guest in the building. Um, I thought you hated her. Why that's, did you? That's we'll, a, we'll, get to, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll get to the bottom of this, too. But if you've been uh, if you've been down with us since day one, uh, this was our second episode. Nina was our first guest. Our first guest. She was on our second episode, the uh, Beyonce Kill Prince episode. Yeah. Uh, she, this is where she said some statements that were absolutely <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> But we do have she a guest. She said some very, <laughs> some very concerning <laughs> things about Prince. She definitely <laughs> did, dog. And I'm anyway. Go, we'll let but her were they lies? Yes, they were lies. No, they were. Mr. Rowdy Housewife in this bitch. Sure is. You got an intro. Um, I want to try to do it. Can okay. I try to do yes, it? Please, please. So it's your homegirl Nina, aka the Rowdy Housewife, aka your auntie's favorite auntie. Um. That's all I got right now. Damn. Oh, I don't gas me Oh, wait, up. wait, 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 wait. 
wait, wait, wait. AKA the Queen of Southfield. Ooh. This is okay. my city. I run this shit. You better check in with me. Uh, I know somebody else that refers to herself as the Queen of Southfield. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I think about yeah. it. That's an imposter. I've been made aware of that. There's okay. nothing I can do about it. But that person's way too young to even be considered the queen of Southfield. So like, was, did we find a name in this episode already? <laughs> the real queen of Southfield? <laughs> <laughs> Starting beef on the podcast. Oh, shit. I've been out here since I'm fucking 82. Be the, that. The original. Is that an iceberg shirt you got on? Yes, in honor of DMX. Um, this is the shirt I had on my senior pictures. So. Oh, wow. Not, okay. it, well, it's not the exact, exact same. same shirt, oh, but yeah, this is the shirt I had on in my I'm senior like, that pictures. That bitch still look crispy. It's been, it's yeah. been a minute. No, um, so I actually had the shirt. This shirt is actually um, my husband's my husband's best friend's shirt. So okay. they give me um, their clothes. When instead of taking them to the Goodwill, they give them to me. I sell them on Poshmark. So when I went through his bag, I saw this. I was like, "Oh, it's still in pristine condition." I was like, "I'm gonna keep this." Okay. I was like, "I'm gonna wear it one day." And then this happened. I was like, oh, "I had to put this on." Mm, that's what's up. Yeah, and the um the ignorant cocktailer. Oh yeah, it's ignorant cocktails. Everybody remember to follow me on Instagram. Oh, and then I guess I can say it now. I'm going to be um, that lady. I got a new podcast coming called A Word From That Lady. So Okay, that's what's up. That'll be coming out next week, so I'm excited about that. You moved around a couple couple podcasts. You done moved around a little bit. Um, no, I've been doing guest spots on different podcasts. Um, Highly Sober, shout out to them. I've um, sat Yo, on... Yo, yeah, my nigga Gene. Yeah. Gene reached out to me. We were supposed to go on there. Oh, my God, it is actually. a fucking it. hoot. Yeah, it is. It is so fun. Because um, they be smoking. Yeah, yeah. And that's my type what? of party. Do that's they my be type smoking? Of jam. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome back. Fresh week. Thank you for uh, they don't smoke coming Reggie's, through. I know that. Um, how was your week, my brother? Yo, week was actually really good. My son turned eighteen this week, so yes. like I have an adult child now, which is some. He looks shit. more like you now. Than like a year and a half ago. So I mean that facial hair. You get you matter of fact, a year ago. Matter of fact, last time I saw him at your crib, the day we did the 200 episode, which was March. Yeah. Um, and he was he didn't look as much like you. He got a face full of facial hair and all he, of that. He, he, he even filled out a little bit. Yeah. He was yeah. like a little skinny kid. Yeah. He, he got he getting his man with. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, my oldest turned 18, and I finally put it in. This is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Because I threw it on on Twitter. I finally got some finality to this heart surgery thing. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to do it. So, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm happy as fuck about that. I, I would imagine so. Because that, that shit had me a little stressed. So, you know, I finally met with my cardiologist. They ran all the tests they needed to do. He was like, nah, man, your heart look good. He said, I'll come holler at me in six months. We'll, you know, revisit it then. But I wanted to throw a shout out and a, a special thank you to, like, Everybody that's been tapping in with me, checking in. I know some of y'all pray for me, reach out to me in the DMs. Especially, Are you still seeing Juice for Dames? Yeah, especially like niggas like like the whole Juice for Dame, like we came up with it, but like niggas like Macho, Curve, you know, kept it going. Pharaoh and Judy, they sponsored me at some point. Verge. Verge still yeah. juicing, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. Verge okay. somebody, kept me. Somebody asked me that today and I, I forgot to text them. Yeah, all y'all kept me in it, man. So I really appreciate that shit. But like, I ain't got to do it. So now I just got to focus on getting motherfucking kidney and then i'll be you know yeah any word on the uh when they can throw you on the list now that i'm past this like heart shit yeah. we can like continue and i'll probably be with on on the list like within a month or two so all right because once that happened we got some shit we yeah. gonna we gonna roll out yeah so one I, step closer but that heart shit they was like they're not fucking with me until we figure out yeah 
what we gonna do with this. So, man, that's good news, man. Fuck yeah, it is. That's it's really a, it's a whole fucking monkey lifted off my goddamn back. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I, I had a question. You want to hear, like, so, because I've never had to have a transplant, so I don't know. So I'm just asking. You can't find a kidney and have somebody give you a kidney? I can, but it's a, it's a testing process, and they say it takes about a year before they would be, like, ready and able to give me one. So, because, like, my sister was talking about like donating me one but like she got some some health issues that she dealing with so like she got to handle that first but the process takes about a year okay so uh i mean that gives me okay i got an idea yeah yeah for sure but if you want to get tested to see if you can give me one i can i can arrange that Right, we ain't friends like that. I see. It's, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, no, no. I, I would, I would do it. I don't know if my kidneys are any good. You be, you be, so you don't have a drink called the Rowdy Housewife. I feel like you should you concoct should. something. I think you should also see if that Instagram name is available. Um, see if that website is available before I do it tonight. Because <laughs> um, I will one hundred percent. I buy websites like. It's ridiculous how many websites. I just feel like on. White Claw and Hennessy, Rowdy um, Housewives. But you should. Splash of Lemon. Um, since, since somebody said that, they didn't They did take advantage and uh, market that. Shit, yeah. that, that's a whole podcast, nigga, The Rowdy Housewife. Yeah. Um, so I thought about naming my podcast that, but my whole thing is what I'm going to do when I go back to work. So Fuck Dwayne said I'm not going to be at home long. That's cool, <laughs> but now that I said that shit publicly and online, uh-huh. I mean, and people going to hear this, you have to do that shit tonight. Yeah. Okay. Today. Ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wrap all that shit. Because by the morning it's gonna be a wrap. Who yeah. you buy your websites through? Um some I got through GoDaddy. Um another one I got through this company. It's technically in the UK. It's like um they literally just emailed me because they about to charge me. I O N O S. Okay. Um I got like a whole bunch of them through there. Um and they they're really cheap from there. Okay. It's ridiculous how many clubhouse uh email I mean websites I own. Like with the word clubhouse in them, I own them all. <laughs> so, are they, are they bringing you any money though? Uh, when I sell them, okay, yeah. So, and at this point, they've only cost me about seventy bucks, and a couple of them I got like clubhouseufc.com. I got uh, clubhouse HBCUs. I got like it's a whole bunch of them, and they give you an estimated value. Some of them worth about eighteen hundred bucks. Some of them worth a little bit more. Um, so your, all your information is listed there and these people can reach out and buy them from you? Um, so once you own them, um, this this company here um, don't doesn't sell them, but like GoDaddy, you can actually sell your stuff on. So I transfer one of them over to GoDaddy and then on GoDaddy's website, you can type in a, um, a name and they'll be like, yo, this is this is how much this website is worth okay. um, based upon similar stuff. And you can see it and you can sell them on GoDaddy. So that's, I mean, that's not a bad little hustle. I know. I mean, it was what Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We was on, we was on Clubhouse, uh, and we was like, "Yo, niggas is not on the app yet." And people, is Clubhouse dead now? It's still out there. Facebook was uh, trying to buy them for like four billion. So I don't, I don't think they're, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think they're dead yet. It's not a bad. That's not a bad come up. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't use it as much because um, I'd be busy, but I never really liked it myself. Of course. Yeah, I yeah. felt it was just a bunch of lying going on. I just, I didn't, didn't like well, it. One mic, y'all. One well, mic, y'all. I ain't, I ain't like shit like that. I mean, it's lying going on everywhere niggas speak at, so. But in there, it was just ridiculous. Mm. Uh. Anyway, what, what, what happened this week? Uh. 
I had some pretty promising phone conversations with some different people this week. Oh, we about to have an official sponsor around this bitch. Uh, so you Hit know, more to more to more to come. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, all I got that sounds really good is some, <laughs> Hit the noise. Uh, we in the other. We gotta get we gotta get the air horns and some bombs. That's on the other joint. I have to you know. Yeah. Uh, I can do a. Oh damn! I had to, <laughs> you can do a what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I can hit a. Come on, a rim shot. Come on, Jason. <laughs> uh, no, that's a no. little hip hop scratch. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. All right, man. This, this, right, this yeah, ain't, this ain't the time not. to start experiment. No, this. but this is the only one I ain't pushed yet, so I'm gonna I'm push this one. All right, all right. Yeah, so, all of these pre-programmed sounds are yeah, terrible. Yeah, we are gonna leave that alone. They're fart noises. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, <laughs> this week, uh, yo, man, my birthday's next Friday, man. That's so. What we gonna do? You gonna have a party? You should Probably do something not. at the house, man. Have a house party, a kickback. Why? So we can drink some liquor and you, you don't know? drink. I can. I can I smoke in your house? No. Why not? Because I don't want you to. You got like a real open floor plan. I can smoke in there. Uh, I don't want niggas in my house yet. I've been in your house like more than once. I mean, it's not gonna be. I, a, it's I'm not niggas. gonna be a personal party with me. You, nigga. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't think I won't. I don't know, man. I'm pro- I, honestly, I'm probably not gonna do nothing. You turning what? Thirty nine. I'll be thirty nine, man. Uh, we should turn up a little. I thought about slight a, turn up. I thought about having a skating party uh, and do an '80s and '90s thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one of the homies, his wife's birthday, like they used like the week after mine. We might connect and do something. But like on my actual birthday, I think I'm gonna chill out. No cigars, no, I'm no hard to, liquor. I'm gonna go to Inception for sure. Get okay. my mental health into to, together. What about some titties? <laughs> yeah, Jam. I'm, I'm gonna tell all the people who listen to the podcast exactly what I'm gonna do with meet any you, possible. No, meet you at Panthe. Let's no, do the I'm date. Sure. Let's do day shift for your birthday. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down for giving women dollars to see them shake their ass that I can watch for free. It's not about the ladies. It's about the food. I don't eat meat. All right. Have you ever had strip club fries? I've, yeah, I've had a lot of strip top club tier. food in my Top head. tier. They're the best fucking fries there is. What are you talking about? Get the strip club fries and then order some lamb chop sauce. I'm also not being anywhere where niggas is at this year. Oh, you want to know. This year? Yeah, I'm staying away from you niggas. Are you talking about me? I'm talking about <laughs> niggas. I'm talking about like the the nigga that you don't want walking up for you late at night. I'm talking about niggas who swing 1942 bottles. I'm talking <gasps> about niggas who um have them furry fucking flip flops. I don't want to be around niggas Yo, I hate this them, year. I hate them body suits and furry flip flops. Like y'all niggas are crazy. And I'm saying niggas on purpose. I, I you let's let's talk about it cuz and not niggas cuz my n e g u s I love y'all. No no, let's Are talk. niggas when you say niggas are you referring is that um male and female? Yes. Oh yeah, for oh, okay. sure. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Black, white, brown and other. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole rainbow. Like y'all are really crazy, dog. I don't want I don't want to deal with this dog, shit. Dog, what is going to happen when the when the clubs and the bars don't close till 4 in the morning? I have no idea cuz niggas going to be go there. crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. I have so, no idea. So y'all going to stumble out the bar drunk at 4 in the morning and then Hit the Coney in the casino. So they're gonna do the exact same shit that they do at two o'clock. They just gonna do it two, two hours, hours later. later. Yeah, yeah. But now you can go out later, though. Once that start, you know, you don't have to get there now until two. 
Hey, I don't you know if I want to be starting. I don't know if I want to be starting my night at two o'clock. When I, just, I go to Miami, we do it all the time. So I guess it would just be the same here. Like they'll go out, but, but I'll the, go back the, and the, go to sleep. The nightlife in Miami is completely different than what you're gonna get in downtown Detroit. Well, our nightlife gonna change once it become four o'clock. It's I'm, gonna be holes everywhere on the streets. It's gonna be bad. Prostitution's gonna go up. It's not. A, <laughs> not that's not. No, that's not. A thing. I, I don't, I don't, I don't the see prostitution that. only happens inside of the strip club, and that's, that's not. What are you talking about? What there no, there are prostitutes outside of the strip clubs. You know that, right? Explain. <laughs> it's I just don't. Explain. I just don't really see like hookers walking up and down the street. Wait, no, that's because you're thinking of like hookers that look like hookers at the point hookers. No, no. But I'm we talking, talking about, about we talking about the club. Trolls. Oh yeah, but no, we talking no, about no. like the club let out. So if they gonna be out on the street advertising their merchandise, no, I don't. That's not a thing. No, they just catch you at the casino when you're having a drink by yourself the, the, or the at prosti- fish bones. The prostitution happens they, in the DM. They be at fish bones. <laughs> And the the back page, like it don't happen. Like, oh, look at her sitting on the back corner. Page is when the last time you've been out and, and actually seen let out at the club? I'm not. It's been a minute. Okay, so I went out a couple of weeks ago. Um, what club? We need more details. And we I was in Greetown at that one where you got to walk up all them steps, and then you go. It got the outside part. What is that? Exodus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so where we bitches were swinging nineteen forty two bottles two days ago. I, that was. I was. That was. I wasn't there for that. Okay. But we was there and um we stayed to let out and I I'm, they be selling pussy at let out. I'm telling you guys, like the shit has changed now. Like these girls are It's been so- about a year since I because I didn't I didn't go out via COVID. Last time I was there, it was literally an exodus. Yeah, like these chicks, they have no problem. Like, hey, you wanna go home? 200, 250. I'm talking about you were just no, in the club with these hoes shot. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This, also, Nina says facts that I don't know. These I'm t- <laughs> listen, I do a lot of shit, but I don't lie. I'm telling y'all what I saw. You lied on Prince. I didn't lie on Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Those were all facts. He lied on Prince. Those you, all you, facts. Ca- you called him a couple words that yeah. I wouldn't want to repeat. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if Nina said it, I guess, you know, but I, I, I mean two hundred dollars is that's an affordable price after a night at the club. I can see it happening. Pussy costs forty bucks. Who the fuck is two hundred dollars for what? Costs less than that at the strip club. I thought forty was the going rate. Yeah, so who paying two hundred? Ask some of your friends. Like, let me stop playing. Ain't none of my want... friends selling no shit. Pussy. I don't want it if shit. I can buy it. You on them? Shit. Them not my friends. Shit. My my friends don't sell forty dollars. Shit. I don't even know why a nigga would want forty dollar pussy. Like that just blows my mind. Yeah, I don't want it if I can buy it. Uh, nah, I'm not I feel like too, I feel like too many niggas I mean, got forty dollars. I don't want it if I can buy it. You buy it anyway. Though. Yeah, you just gonna buy. You gonna either buy it directly or indirectly. Yeah, but you gonna the, buy. That's it. the common thing that everybody say. Because it's the truth. It's the truth. If you, if you, I've definitely if, had sex with women I've never spent a dime on. Don't I tell mean, me I, I'm going to buy it. No, I, I I've, <laughs> done, I've done the same. But like nigga, if you go to a, a, a bar or a restaurant or a movie that you didn't want to see and she did, you you pay for it. I don't believe that that's the case. I mean, it's just the cost of doing business. Yeah, okay, so. No, I just I don't like that. Analogy. I don't think that's the case. You watched a movie that you didn't want to watch, so you paid Cause for I, it because I wanted to fuck. So we went and saw Goodwill Hunting, and then we went to the. Crest. That's not a, that's not a that's not a, a financial exchange. That's not the same, dog. Like now, if you are doing this, if you, it's just not the same. Some niggas just date just to fuck. 
One okay, sure. I mean, so, I mean, it 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 is almost a transaction at that point. But I mean, I I don't have no problem like paying. I don't think it's an issue paying for a date and y'all end up having sex. Like I I get what you're saying. Like the analogy is itself is played out. But I mean, niggas, hundred twenty dollars on a meal. Yeah, you, you ate half of it. All right, well. So sixty dollars. That was that was the thing. Like they didn't have sex with you because they went because you bought them food. Yes, they did. You know how many bitches is fucking for meals, Jason? Where have you been? <laughs> I'm just trying to give people the benefit of, them are your of the friends, doubt. And a lot of them are your friends. So where have you been? Because don't because you about to, you about to say they're not your friends. So like if they out there, they're your friends too. No, those my friends don't act like that. Okay. I know women I can act name like some of your friends okay. that do. Name one friend that act like that that you, that I be with like that. You want to say her name on a lot? If we then if I don't like it, then you can just bleep it out. So just watch the minute mark. Go ahead. No, I go ahead because we don't bleep shit out up here. <laughs> if I say it, we got to stand on. Yeah. But you know who? There's eyes looking. <laughs> you at know each who? Other. I don't know. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it be at that. I don't know. Yo, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh man, yo, listen, dog. Um, for y'all don't know, man, some girls are violent um, <laughs> in the city. These girls is violent. I think in the city. Detroit, Detroit women are just built a little bit differently. Sure, they violent. I mean, they carry guns and and all type of other illicit shit. So there was a video floating around the other night um, of a. a, a an entanglement. <laughs> uh, some girls down in the alley, they got into some sort of disagreement and then somebody brought out the 1942 bottle and was swinging that bitch like Negan did uh, Glenn's face. Fuck yeah. And like, dog, that's like, so we kind of, we, it's, we talk about jest, it in jest, but, but this is, that's a blunt object. Ooh, that and shit a, was, that's a deadly weapon. Yeah. And a 1940, any, any expensive liquor bottle, like them bitches is unforgiving. They, like when we had some guests here last night and like I said it then, these, these bottles ain't meant to like, if you knock it over off the table, it's not going to break because it's, it's pretty heavy. So these motherfuckers ain't, ain't made to break on the first swing. You knock them off. They're not made to break. Yeah. You throw them bitches out the car, them bitches to be on the freeway. Like there be, yeah. there be beer bottles. I mean, liquor bottles on the freeway. They don't like. Only thing that's gonna break is a beer bottle, on the freeway type shit. Yeah, them bottles not breaking. And um, I guess, I mean, she was in there. She hit her a few times with that damn bottle, man. And you know what they charged her with? Attempted murder. Allegedly, I don't. I heard that too. Attempted as they murder. fucking should have. Your attempted fucking murder. That's tough. My whole thing is you can't fight the bitch straight up, then just don't fight her. Cause fighting ain't for you. But you you know how it be. You you be in the club, you got you a couple couple Long Islands in you. You you know they done play Bone Crusher two times. Like you feel you feeling <laughs> too. What year is this day? <laughs> <laughs> what year is this? All right, what, <laughs> what, bone what, what the kids listening to? Oh five. You know, they they done play something that's got you juiced up and you know, you don't I like don't how that bitch mean mugging you. I don't think that's that's even the case. Like I don't even think they gotta be sober. Like everybody is so ego driven and like oh, you disrespecting me in front of people. Let me go handle. I don't have no idea who these people are or what their situation was. So I don't want to sound like, yo, this is that. But like I've seen situations where it's like, no, now we have to. It ain't even about a square one or, or, or a square, um, a fair one or less mano y mano. Like, no, I want to physically do harm. Like, we got a lot of, it's a lot of hatred. Niggas oh, are sure. evil. For sure. And like, what? I'm going to, a little thing happen 
and now I'm going to take a blunt object Nigga, and I'm going to beat this shit out. You bumped me and you made me spill my drink. And now so now we got to squabble. I think in a day of uh, social media, when I looked at that fight, when I think about it, that shit didn't happen at that club. Them hoes had got into it before they knew each other. For me to want to run the risk of going to jail... That's some. That's beyond you bumping me in the club. You bump me in the club, me and my girls just going to fight you. But for me to actually get a weapon to try to hurt you or harm you, either they fought before and she got her ass whooped or they fought over a nigga or they just got done getting into it. That shit had happened before they got there. I it just so idea. happened they I had ran into each other there. Because for you to really want to go to jail. It don't take much. I not, Niggas do that to strangers. Yeah. I watched the nigga get beat to death in that Arturo's. On, uh, at, in, um, inside, of, inside of the yeah, star thing. I watched the whole thing unfurl. Like, literally, I watched the whole thing. A nigga grabbed some girl butt, and the gentleman who party was went to go to talk to the guy, whatever, and it was an altercation. Like, he swung at the dude and then tried to turn and run. He tripped, and then, like, a nigga came with the, the metal thing that hold the red ropes from the VIP. The sanction. And start stanching. Boom, boom. Like, you don't know that nigga from nothing. It was, niggas was getting stabbed and poked up and shit. And I'm pent up. I can't move. I When the melee happened, I'm just pent up against the wall. And I can't move. So that shit just right there in front of me and shit. Like, them niggas motherfuckers don't know them niggas from Adam. And y'all be thinking. That nigga tried me. That nigga tried me. That's good enough. That's what niggas be thinking. That's good enough. Motherfucker tried me in front of my bitch. Now and that now now that that'll do it too. That that'll definitely do it. Niggas feel like they have something to prove on some shit. But, I was on a date with a nigga who got his ass whooped. But what he I got his ass him, whooped on the date. Yeah, he kept this nigga was. We was at Bennigan's. This nigga was fucked up. Bennigan's. It was somebody. That's celebra- a long time ago. Um, it was a couple celebrating a birthday anniversary. Whatever they had a cake on the table. I told the stupid motherfucker to stop. He kept motherfucking going on. I was like, they gonna whoop your ass because you keep bumping the table. You doing too much. Ooh. Didn't he knock that cake over? And didn't both of them motherfuckers jump on him and whoop his ass? And what was you doing? Watching? Nothing. Cause I told the nigga to stop, and then on the way home, he gonna tell me I don't think this gonna work out. You, you, you not, you not the, you not the ride or die you, type. So like I told, I told your ass I wasn't gonna fight though. I well, told he, he, you that. Like what you want me to do? Fight the niggas who beating your ass? Well, it was a nigga and a bitch, and they whooped his ass. Come on, you could have took you the girl. Take, you could have took the oh, girl. Oh, I thought you meant like. Mm-mm. It was two niggas who got him. Why uh, did you take the girl? Why would I? They had a right to whoop your ass. I told you to stop. We can argue about that shit in the car, but while we out there, nigga, you getting active. Mm-mm. I mean, I went to I went to the uh, the hostess station <laughs> and I went somewhere else to get some can help. Can you please call the police? That's, that's what you did. <laughs> that's what I did. Oh, yeah, I'm, you got you, you ain't never got into a fight on a date, Jason? Nah. I have. I fought a nigga. I, fought a, I was with my ex. We went to seeing Safe House. And my watch went off, and the nigga jumped. The nigga was behind me. He was like, "Yo, shut that fucking watch off!" And the girl I was with was like, "What'd you say?" And he said, "And you watch what that bitch say too." <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I jumped up, and we was fighting in the middle of the safe house. I mean, at that point, you gotta fight. Yeah, or you might as well just go to fuck home. <laughs> yeah, he tr- he tried me. He tried me, and I beat his ass. They whooped that nigga's ass. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I did ask him if he wanted me to drive home because he was fucked up. So what I've been seeing (laughs) online lately, though, is all these vicious fight videos. There's women in these videos. It's not even the men. 
That's because y'all shooting people on the fucking freeway in broad in broad daylight. Y'all y'all fucking with guns now. Y'all beyond that. Nah, I'm I'm willing I'm willing to square up. I'm but definitely willing to square. Is up. the person you're beefing with willing to square you, up? You see, you see what that was. You see how that woman shifted the blame back yeah. to the black to the black man when Absolutely. we talk. We talking about women fight videos, and she went directly back to the man. We not letting that ride. Yeah, absolutely. Because that man actions don't have nothing to do with y'all fighting in the club. Because the very next night. After Detroit Twitter blew up with all these 1942 bottles, the Shit very was everywhere ne- on Twitter. The very next night, niggas got into a club and them girls went and grabbed the 1942 bottle. And this was about to be terrible, but luckily, she was she was swinging the that grace bitch like of a God, battle axe. Nigga, she had her shit back like Dominique Wilkins, <laughs> like. But the security, I mean, uh, the bouncer grabbed that bitch right at the. And somebody was like, "Get that bottle! Get that bottle!" It was about to be a rap night, night, nigga. Yo, this not TV where you get hit in the head with something and you just get knocked out for a couple minutes and you wake up like everything good. So if you get hit with a blunt four object, you're not getting back the fuck up. Nah, I remember being young and uh, hanging out at the River Rock and I seen a nigga get hit with a Moet bottle. And I mean, motherfucker swung that shit like a baseball bat and it did not ain't put it ain't put a chip in the fucking bottle. My whole thing is I hope y'all motherfuckers like 1800 because before these bars close, all they going to do is stop selling 1942. We're going to be the only thing we're going to be able to get bottles of is 1800. They just talking about giving that shit to niggas in a the picture. They're not going to stop selling it. They're just not going to bring the bottle to the table. Which that's, mean, that's why she said, I hope you like yeah. 1800 because oh, I'm going to put 1800 yeah. in that motherfucker. You're going to get a craft of tequila. You're going to get a craft of juice. You ain't going to know what the fuck you get now. Why you got to do that? Like niggas are savages, dog. Like why? It's, it's, I need to know the backstory. I, I I can't. I just don't want to go. The backstory is the bitch no, bumped you on the way to the bathroom, Nina. That's the backstory. It don't really matter what the backstory is when you you. I'm that, not doing all that for somebody. She who she bumped she bumped you. Now she looking. Now we she have no idea what happened with this one, so we want to get people to be like, "Yo, yeah. this happened over a bump." Who the fuck knows what happened? But like niggas are like, this is bad. But but I think There's Nina a lot does, of blood out there. I think Nina does have a point. When typically when niggas get to fighting at the club, it's like either some old beef or some shit that just happened typically, right now. Says who? No, no, I'm just saying it's one of two things. Either it might be some old bad blood or some shit that happened right now in the club. Nigga stepped on your shoes, nigga knocked your drink over, nigga touched your girl. Like it's something that needs immediate attention. We talking about women fighting. Nigga, women ain't fighting because you touched your girl. Like it could be y'all. Oh, been, I'm fighting because you touched my nigga. It was a. Like, it was I two had, groups of women. I've checked a bitch about being in my husband's face. Like, bitch, you see me here? Get the fuck on. He didn't told you to get the fuck on. Apparently, you you not Listen, you not you not. Dwayne a good right. man. He should be able to cheat every now and again. Damn Dwayne should be able to cheat every now oh and again. Oh my god, don't listen. To him. Dwayne, call me. Call me. <laughs> Never. Like we we passed Dwayne hanging out. I've known Dwayne longer than you. That's my, like, Dwayne is my friend. No, nigga, I'm your friend. <laughs> you du- just met Dwayne again. I know Dwayne since like fifth grade. Dwayne is my friend. Tell Dwayne to call me. See, next time I come up here, I'm going to have to bring a 1942 bottle. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? left one on the table. It's, yeah. it's gone today. Um, I mean, or would you rather bitches be out here shooting bitches? I'd rather y'all just find out how to uh, resolve conflict. It's it's too late. What? It's too late. Y'all, you got liquor in your system. You got the ego. Is you got too social media? All these motherfucking cameras. You ain't about to put me on World Star Hip Hop getting my ass whooped. So yeah, of course yeah, I'm gonna yeah, grab your something. Your homegirl geeking. You no, gonna let that I bitch said, do that? I said conflict. You gonna let resolution. that bitch do that? Well, you know that's gonna 
well, you know, that they got to get in touch with their mental health and all that. They ain't there yet. Nigga, she drunk off of Hennessy and I'll just say balls. like this. Um, I know we, we, we cry about a lot of shit in the city and why, why we can't have this, why we can't have that. I'm not surprised when niggas don't want niggas downtown Detroit. That's why it's Detroit 2.0 with a bunch of white folks because niggas come down there and fuck up the property value. Well, they already, they been stopped wanting niggas down there. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's, it's not any quote unquote major black clubs that's down there. And then once ones do pop up, it's just a matter of time for niggas come down there and fuck it up. And then what? There's some black clubs downtown. Or you see more black people there. Delmar. Be a bunch not, of niggas in Delmar. Yeah, but it's it's not. I think he means black owned. Correct. Okay. That's not black owned. Uh, Mix is black owned. Yeah. But it's letter black owned. Yeah. Well, it's a it's an older crowd that goes in mix. So niggas That's not. That's I was in there. They was young. They not. They not. They not on on wild shit. I go to. I'll is Queen still black owned? No. No. Okay. Um, but like, come on, man. It's certain shit like with them, and they gonna be like, man, we don't ever got nothing in the city. I wouldn't let you niggas see it either. And it ain't even got hot shit good. But niggas been in the house supposedly for a whole fucking year. You got to think about that, though. These niggas been in the house. That don't mean you come outside like a cage. Here go a hot take. Uh, The popular black women in the city are super spreaders. They ain't been in the house. Y'all be the ones spreading COVID. Y'all motherfuckers is everywhere. Every video, every pop-up shop, every baby shower, every party, y'all everywhere. Every... Out you of town, bitches super spreaders. Sure did. That's where the COVID coming from. Y'all out. Y'all don't go. Y'all don't never go in. But what about it's some? It's the same amount for the, every it, all these chicks you talking about. It's the same amount of niggas that have not sat down either. Super spreaders. Y'all going to Tulum? The niggas is not in Tulum. <laughs> y'all niggas going from? Do y'all go to Atlanta? Do y'all go to Miami? Then y'all go to Tulum? Do y'all go to Cancun? Then y'all go to insert whatever isn't y'all yeah, super but spreaders. Y'all niggas is going to Vegas. Super spreader. Y'all going to all the fucking strip clubs? Stay. Following the hoes, because if the hoes wasn't there, the niggas not going. Following the hoes that are super spreaders, so y'all just as bad. Super spreaders. <laughs> um, uh, so who oh. do more traveling, women or the men? Say yeah, it. How many times you didn't traveled in the last? How many? Year? How many more? How, the popular Blackwood girls. Now I ain't talking about just regular women, because you know. And you a, want me to compare them to the popular black guys, right? So if I look at my timeline. I would say it's even because the niggas that I follow do events that bring the chicks from here to come out of state, out of town to go to their events. So I, I say it's, it's always even. more women than men. It's always even the niggas you're talking about is more women to them. Yeah, that's because a lot of niggas don't have license and they can't fly. See, you're not Regardless getting to the, root of the, of the reason, problem. No, the root of the problem is y'all super spreaders. Okay, <laughs> not y'all. No, y'all but would like, be super spreaders. Y'all just don't have proper ID to board a plane. You know, oh, niggas got IDs because they've been swiping the shit up. Like it, yeah. <laughs> the IDs is no problem. You can get on a plane with a state ID. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know how many niggas don't have a state ID. Is some niggas really out here with just their fingerprints? That's their ID. I mean, I, I only need ID if I get pulled over by the police. Oh, God, you always... I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I only need ID if I get pulled over by the police. I mean, literally, why else would you need the ID? I, I don't go like when I go to the bank. I go to the ATM. I don't need to talk to a teller. I only need ID when I when I encounter the police. You got a driver's license? No, I don't. I don't. I don't get no fuck. I ain't had a license in years. That All don't right. stop me from going nowhere I want to go. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole other. That's a whole, yeah, I'll, that's I'll a whole no, other can of worms. I don't get no fuck. I don't get no fuck. Anyhow. I got my state ID. I got my social security card. 
I got an expired CPL. Hey, grow up, man. Like, come on, man. No, no, no. All jokes aside, like I said, before I turned 40, all of my open cases, all of that shit, I'm just dealing with head on. I'm I'm not. Oh, so you about to go sit down for a couple of years. I'm. I would probably have to, I'm a probably I remember you to, saying that like in 20 whatever was it this year hopefully you know, it was no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably going to have to sit down for a few weeks and I mean I'm just I'm I'm willing to deal with that. I just want it to be over with. Like I don't I don't care no more. I just want it to be over with. I don't want to be a criminal. I don't want to have this shit dragging on like what what made me really feel bad like my son 18 about to get his license like my baby can't be out here in the streets clean and he riding with his dirty ass daddy like i just gotta i gotta get all this shit cleaned up i just got to i'm too old to be scamming and scheming yes there's no disagreement disagreement there i'm I'm just too old for that shit i ride around with a gun i have small children like you really do some dumb shit I'm. I mean, whatever. I don't get no fuck. I live no, my care. name. I live my name. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want to be like what I don't want is to get flicked and I have my babies in the car and CPS got to come. No, I don't want you to get flicked with a pistol in the car. And if your license expired, then because if you if you don't have a driver's license, they gonna they your, your CPL is suspended. They gonna give you two to five. When I say you're doing some dumb shit, I'm literally saying that's some dumb shit. I'm not going to jail. Yeah, gonna get I'm just gonna start dumping. It. I don't know. It's gonna so, be something. Again, let me reiterate: you be doing some dumb shit. Like I'm not, that's I'm not, not cuffing up. That's I'm not, not cuffing up. <laughs> that nigga said that. Like, yeah, this is making more sense. No, nigga, that's just not a good idea. I can't. I can't ride through the streets of Detroit without a pistol. Just, just put can't. your gun up and get some mace. I I don't have a gun. You do you see me carrying weapons? I just got some mace and some brass knuckles. That's all you need. And keep your windows up. Brass knuckles, though, I have some are illegal. That's fuck. Jail. I bought them from a jail shop. Dana. They sold them to me. What do you mean they're illegal? <laughs> they illegal. Well, he didn't say all that. You can yeah. buy. You can buy a lot of shit from the stores <laughs> that will put you in jail. I had no idea that they were illegal. Facts. Get so, pulled over. Get oh, pulled over I'm and have that shit in your purse. It don't make sense, but they are definitely illegal. Like, how I, much you, time do you, you get for them? I mean, in real life, you probably you probably thirty know. days. You, you can know. plead out. You, yeah, I, they're not, I, they're not putting you in jail. Yeah, for, you can plead out. Now, if you I'll got that along with something else, most time the cops might take them from you. Like, man, these is pretty good. Let me, let me take, let me get these from you. But I, I definitely do got some though. I did not know they were fucking illegal. Yeah. I Matter of fact, no I got them, the ones I got. I got from my brother. Yeah, they've been used. They've been used. They just been broke in. Just broke in. That's all. You probably got bodies on them. Yo, man, we're not gonna put that on the way. We're yeah. not gonna put. We're not we're gonna not, put that not, on. We're not going that route. <laughs> um, but uh, yo, man, the brass knuckles—they were, they real, they work. But um, they definitely illegal. Damn, everybody keeps telling me I need to get a gun, but I'm scared. No, I think I don't even want a gun in my house. Like I'm scared. Hold on, you don't have a gun in your home? Mm-mm, that's why we're moving. Because y'all don't have a gun? Too many people know where we live at. Yeah, I don't do that shit. Yeah, too many people know where we live at and with this new business is we gotta move. Yeah. I'll Just get it. a gun. Well, no. That, no, I don't want a gun in my house. Well, I, well, so when you move so, to the new house, you're still not gonna have a gun. So two no, things. No, moving to a better neighborhood and I won't need a gun because I'm not we're not doing any more business out of our house. So two And things. I don't want this business to sound like it's drugs. It's shoes. Yeah. But I but I don't want So two people. things. Um tell Dwayne to call me. <laughs> We're going to get a dog, and we're going to move. All right. 
uh, two things. Um, that does not mean that you don't need a gun. One hundred percent. I don't care what. For, matter of fact, you in the better neighborhood, you may definitely need a gun. Um, but if you're black, you should have a gun. Why do you? Why do y'all feel like that? To protect yourself. What do you mean? To protect yourself and to protect your family. Because when the when you have um, when you come to those situations where you got like seconds to to make a decision, the police is always minutes away. You know what I'm saying? Like you are your first line of defense. Even if you pick up the phone and call the police on whatever the situation is, even if the response time is two and a half minutes in your neighborhood, they still got to get there. If the situation, if I got seconds to live and the cops is minutes away, I need something to give me a two minute breather until the police can get here. And two, we live in a situation where, what, 55 years ago, we just got the right to vote. We got like, a, like we, we just came out of a situation where we could not fight back at all. And we don't never want that to ever happen again. As black people. I am a complete advocate for guns. My son just turned 18 and I told him I will take you to go buy one. Yes. Like it's 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 time. This is just me. Clearly, I don't have a child. But on my son's 18th birthday, are we going to buy a rifle, son? This is we we are going to buy a rifle. This is what you need at 18 years old. Look, it's it's time. It's time. You need like I taught him how to shoot at a young age. It's time to purchase your own gun. Guns just scare me. Like one hundred percent, they scare the fuck out of me. Guns like I don't trust you. myself around a gun. I don't want it just to be some shit where it's some, it's just some dumb shit and a gun gets pulled. Like I just don't trust myself with a yeah. gun. Like so, I do promote like um, I do think people should have guns. But what I do um, promote or should promote more, I guess, on the pod, get you a stagecoach is uh, gay. I mean. Say gauge, um, but gun safety and, and gun training. Um, so just having a gun is that's one thing, but like gun safety, gun training. Um, so you know what to do. You know how so you're to, familiar with your weapon. One hundred percent. And then once I found out that you can't shoot sideways, like and I, it's just it this, didn't do this nothing is, for this, me. This is not TV. This I'm is not saying TV. once I found out you can't. It's, it's just, not that you can't. It's just they not, say it's not, not effective. It's, it's not, not as, effective. It's not as accurate. But if, if you sitting right there and I turn the bitch to the side, you still get shot. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's not the it's most. It's not effective. Grand Theft Auto. Like you, you lock your arms, hold on tight, and shoot. Speaking of guns, um, the president you guys elected um, is rolling out some. Um, executive orders which are unconstitutional but we never that's neither here neither here nor there um and trying to change some of the gun laws and he trying to take y'all guns uh he's, he's making some guns illegal. so y'all want me to go get a gun so they can take it well you should probably get one so once they do he does put all stuff in you grandfathered in i bought shit the other day when he let that shit out i'm gonna talk to are you not i've never really sat down and talked to my husband about having a gun i just was always like no gun just like i am no motorcycle it's just like once i say no like we're not gonna talk like it just doesn't come <laughs> what? he's a man what? in the household so hold, hold but on. i got there too i'm sorry and i'm i don't i, I don't i don't too. i don't understand this language once you say no is th- are you saying that's the end of the discussion no i'm saying like i've said no on them things and like they've just never come back up again like it just wasn't never a conversation wow again. so Dwayne. Dwayne, you got my number, man. Just just call me. I owe you drinks anyway. I, I owe Dwayne a night out. No. But, I mean, in all seriousness, I, I really do think every black person in this who can legally own a gun should own one. How um, do you feel about BB guns? I, I grew up with them. I mean, as an adult, what I'm going to do with it? Shoot the squirrels? or? No, I know a nigga that got killed from a BB gun. Um, 
However they shot him, it, you know, the BB bounces. And that shit hit an artery. That nigga died. A BB gun? Uh-huh. No, I, I need to hear more of that story. Um, I, <laughs> no, it, I can see if it was a, a squirrel or hit an artery. A, a what? small dog it, it, or something. It, it got inside of his body? Yeah, they shot him a couple of times with the BB gun. And I guess they hit an organ or whatever and he died. I, I don't know. Maybe he got hit with like a twenty two or some shit. Huh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, it probably was like it was a little gun. Yeah. I think it was a tutu. Yeah. Never mind, scratch that. A BB I'm gun sorry. might you might <laughs> get hit with it and have a bad day, but like, like I you might gonna... like it may break skin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a tutu. Yeah. I'm sorry. A little twenty two, which would no shouldn't shouldn't kill you depending on where you get shot at. But, but it one hundred percent can. Yeah. Even if it's a twenty two, get one. That'll keep a nigga off off you. These hands will keep a nigga up. No, they not. We talk about that shit. That's not. They not. They not keeping nobody. Because you don't. You you don't fought a different type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, so no, listen, no. In, in real life, so a firearm. If a bitch put her hands on me tonight, you understand? Tonight, when I leave here, go ahead and say something silly, dog. Don't be. Don't don't get us canceled because you're not about to. <laughs> they about don't, to cut this shit. Don't I'm, say I'm, nothing. I'm, I'm not trying to get nobody canceled, but like I'm I'm not fucking around. Like I'm I'm not afraid to pull my pistol and shoot. Like I'm not fucking so around. Wait, wait, you want to shoot me? Let me time on. Let me. I don't this. give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. She'll be a dead bitch in the street. She'll be. A, Nigga, relax. All right, all right. <laughs> like, let's that. That even make no sense. Come on. Why nigga. not? So Why a, not? So if a woman hits you, you gonna take a gun out and shoot her? No, I'm gonna beat her ass. But I mean, if I'm forced to shoot her, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back and forth about it. The the Lord can talk to her before we will. <laughs> that shit sound cute. All but right. let's be real. Um. So I, I want to ask you, Jason. So if a chick pulled a gun on you. You you not gonna pull your gun and defend yourself? Cause that's you not the scenario that they, that we just said. He said if a, someone hits, if a woman hits him, okay. So the woman pull. hits you, y'all go back and forth, and she go grab a gun. What you gonna do? If someone grabs a gun, then I'm gonna defend my life. Okay. But like it, uh, a girl hit me, okay, I'm not no, running to get no, my gun and no, shoot her. No, like that don't even make some fucking. No, sense. I'm not saying if a bitch take a swipe at me, am I gonna shoot her? No, I'm not gonna go that far. But what I, but I'm like you, I will defend myself. And if defending myself means, I, if I'm defending myself against a gun, I'm not trying to have no fist fight with a woman. 100. I'm not letting you attack me and, and and fuck me up. But like, if I can maneuver you to fuck on, then I'm gonna maneuver you to fuck on. I'm not about to jump on you and like attack you like a nigga in the street because. It's like if your son got into it with you, right? Are you about to fight him like a nigga in the street? No, because you can take your son. He's 18. Did he try me? Did he try me? Yeah, your son tried you. Uh, it's the law of the jungle now. <laughs> it's going to learn a tough lesson today, son. All right. Now, I'm not, am I going to kill him? No. No, but I am going to rough him the fuck up. I definitely understand what you're saying about domestic violence. But as a woman, I even sometimes it's a slippery line with this shit. Keep your fucking hands to yourself and there's no line to slip. Everybody needs to keep their hands to themselves, male and female. Like it's like and that's why I say it's a slippery line with this shit. Like sometimes I be looking at shit and I and I be sitting there like, well, he slapped the shit out of you. You should have kept your like you hit him. Yeah. And it's crazy because I have friends that have sons now and their sons are getting older and a lot of my friends are telling their sons, like, if a bitch put their hands on you, you give her a warning. If she hits you again, you lay that bitch out. Period. This should be if the girl put your hands on you, forget the warning. You remove yourself from the situation. Well, that's the warning. You know, warning and remove yourself. But if you walking away and a bitch run up and jump on your back, that used to be my move. If run up and jump on your back and just start going ape shit on you, what are you going to do? 
I'm going to distance myself. Did you just hear what I said? I get it. I'm going I'm to get her off my back and I'm getting the fuck on. I got you by your neck. You just you you got to use force to get me off. You're I'm not, not saying I'm not going to use force to get you off. Once you're off of me, I'm getting myself away from the situation. I could easily turn around and scrap you. <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to do that because I know I'm gonna win. Like that, the whole point of men. Jason, you're you're a better person than 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 some of us. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I understand. I'm. A, I won't make you, you swallow your top you, front row teeth. You gotta remember because once you get her off of you, she's coming the fuck back. I'm it's like a wild that. monkey. I'm not denying that. What I'm saying is what I'm gonna attempt to do. Once I get you off, I'm a I'm a distance myself from you to get the fuck away. If it comes to a situation where I can't do anything else but defend myself, I'm going to defend myself. I'm not about to let you knock me the fuck out and 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 you know stump me out and do all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, oh, that should be all over YouTube, my nigga. That'd be all over Instagram. I'm I'm not I'm not concerned about that. But like in real life, like if I know I got the physical advantage, I'm not like what what points I'm about to get. I can I can respond out of anger. I'm mad that you did that. So out of anger, I'm gonna fuck you up. It's different from I'm in a situation where I gotta respond. You know what I'm saying? Like I could let's not be let's not be like nigga, men are stronger than women at any fucking time. It's like, no, nah, I'm just talking shit every In general, time. No, some of them, because some of I, I know girls who can yeah. scrap and have scrap niggas yeah. and one, right? And if you in that, you know what kind of girl you got. <laughs> right. You know what kind of punch you can take yeah. from her. You know what I'm saying? And what's gonna be that? What's gonna be the uh hey, hey, hey now? <laughs> Don't let me hit you with my grown man strip, okay? You know where that hey, hey, hey now. But like in general, the whole idea of men shouldn't hit women is because men are stronger than women. Yeah. Like so it's not a fair fight. So if I understand I'm going to a situation where I know it's not a fair fight, because you angered me, I'm about to make this wild analogy. But it is what it is. Like, technically, when a police officer try to arrest you or do something to you and you start resisting arrest, no matter how light or heavy that you resist arrest, they got the right to do what the fuck they want to do. But every time we see some shit, we be like, yeah, but you ain't have to do that, though. You ain't have to put your knee on his neck for X amount of minutes. We watching this fucking trial and they up there saying, well, technically, well, he did resist arrest and yo, we do do this restraint and shit. But we looking at this like, my nigga, you didn't have to do that. Right. You may have a technical some shit in, in the law book to say, yeah, you technically can do it. But, but I always feel like when you when you are the aggressor, you can't you can't dictate how how the victim in that situation is going to react in, to, to what happens personally right? or legally. I mean, both. both like no, legally, there is a dictation. You have to meet threat with threat. You can't come at me with a pencil and I come at you with a gun because you're going to go to prison. Or you come at me with a fist okay. and I come at you with a knife, you're going to go to prison. Weapon, no, I, wait, I'm confused with that because I always thought it was no matter if once I felt my life was in danger. That's work for police, not humans. And, <laughs> and, and you have and you're going to have to go to court and defend like how was your life in danger in this yeah, situation? They'd be like, well, sir, you're seven foot tall. 450 pounds and you said she punched you in your, your 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 private area and you felt that your life was in danger like no that don't no like it's like it, it don't make sense oh she she kicked me in my nuts so i stabbed her uh no that's not force that's not that's not an equal that's not an equal force but you I, will go to prison <laughs> like you will literally go to prison 
I just keep your motherfucking hands to yourself. Everybody, just, just everybody, keep everybody. Hands to just, just that's keep what I hand. learned in therapy. Everybody needs to keep their hands keep your hands to yourself because, <laughs> like I said, you, <laughs> everybody, you, you don't know what type everybody. of day this nigga is having. And I said it last week, like when Sweetie swung on Quavo. You don't want to get in the elevator and figure out if I'm feeling like Ray Ray Rice today or like Jay Z. This is a fact. It shouldn't because I because I may want to knock you out or I may just you know. I think, everybody should, I think everybody should keep their hands to themselves. Uh, whether this is sexist or not, I think women should keep their hands to themselves because generally speaking, men are stronger than women. Um, you are typically in a relationship with someone who's stronger than you. So it doesn't make like sense to start a physical altercation unless you're in the back of your mind. You're thinking like, yo, he's not going to hit me because I'm a woman. And everybody don't come up with that saying. Everybody wasn't taught right. So <laughs> everybody wasn't raised and, and then, like, you might because because to your point, because you said you've been jumping on niggas for years. I this stopped. Could, I stopped long time ago. This is like early. So I'm saying, 2000. I'm saying this. This could be somebody you with, and you didn't you didn't punk him. And today, today is the day where he's like, not Falling again, down. not again. And then then the situation turned into something different. But what we should be teaching our children though I don't have any, um, is when they, a man, well, you get into an argument with the woman, the woman put your hands on you, remove yourself from the situation. Like, that's number one. Just separate. Just separate. It ain't, yo, if she hits you, give her a warning, then hit her back. Though that may be, at some point in the, yo, get the fuck out of there. If you gotta run, run. I tell my son, like, look, man, you out with some chick and it it start turning left, get in your car and just leave. She'll figure out a way to get home. Just leave. I say this, right? So because I do carry a firearm and uh, when you got a CPL, you are held differently under the law. Any time you get into a shooting, it's premeditated. So you can't say, yo, this is because in the eyes of the law is you woke up this morning, you put your firearm on you and you thought that you can possibly shoot somebody today. So um I might get into an argument with somebody who was ultra disrespectful and doing all this shit. Nigga may even take a swing at me, right? I can engage into a, I can engage in the fight. I can probably fuck you. I can engage into a fight, but if we get into it and then I end up shooting you, I'm going to jail, dog. Cause you can't get into a fight. You start losing and then all right, fuck it. Hey, fuck it I'm gonna pull the blicky. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so there's certain situations where I, I could clearly got the upper hand. But I got to remove myself from the situation. It may make you look like or we out with my lady or some shit. Fuck what it make you look like. I want to be free. We out. I'm out with a young lady, a nigga, a bunch of niggas get to woofing and shit. And they talking all this shit. I'm like, look, I'm definitely not about to fight three niggas. So we know how this shit about to go. So I can either a to step up and, and defend my girl on and <laughs> y'all niggas clear this bitch out clear this bitch out <laughs> or I can take the, I can take the miniature L and get the fuck on because like in real life I'm gonna end up shooting one of you niggas you can but like dog, that that walk with her to the car like something something is going on in your head like, and it's like look sweetheart these niggas tried me they these tried me tried me you know I if you know me like you know what I got so like so which, which one you want Cause go, I can I car. can defend your honor and I never see you again. Go get the car. Or we can take. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you want me to do? Cause I can. So what do you do in situations where the girl is like? So y'all y'all are out. Bitch, and- shut your dumb ass up and let's go. That's simple. Shut your fucking ass up and let's you go. You don't talk to her like that in front of the niggas. No, yep. it's usually you you take a look at the niggas and be like, 
and then you escort her the fuck out of there. You know what I'm saying? We'll have a conversation, whatever. But like niggas know what time it is. Like you got the yap and the yap. You the nick when the nigga look at you ain't like my bad. We got bro. this. You know what I'm saying? And then you get the fuck out of here. Y'all can and if you go to the situation and your girl is yelling at you and da da da, fam, we not we not supposed yeah. to be together. No matter how good you look and all this, the the what we thought, like, cause you don't got my best interest in, in mind. I can handle the situation, but that's not gonna be my best interest. Cause like, what's the, what's what's gonna be the outcome? Get your drunk dumbass in the car. I've never got into it with anybody out with my husband. Like, I I don't I don't even know if my husband can fight. I don't know. Like, don't, don't do him like that. No, do like no, that. I'm not saying it like that. I just don't know. Like, I've never wanted to put him in that situation. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Muscle, like, because I you act, love him. Yeah, I act and, totally different and, when and, I'm not and, with. And he's always been a mild mannered, like and kind of cool and yeah. calm. Like Dwayne ain't gonna let you. He know how many drinks is too much for your ass, and yeah. he ain't gonna let you get that stupid. Yeah. Now, but when I'm out with my friends, it's a different story. Yeah, man, that's love though. Yeah. Cause you gotta you gotta respect your your spouse to like I'm not gonna and you can't put your 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 lady in a situation where you see that's gonna pop off at. You put your lady in a situation where it's a bunch of hoes that's there that really want you and you know she gonna pick up on it. Yeah. They gonna click up and what you gonna fight the girls? So what if the you know what I'm saying? Like so don't even put your girl in there. So I saw a video. So what if you were out and some bitches jumped your bitch? Are you gonna help? Okay, listen. I'm pointing about you what the first thing is gonna be. I'm gonna try to pull you motherfuckers uh, off and, and and get the fuck on. But um I've seen situations where like No, girls fight like wild animals. Yeah. I'm, and I also seen situations where um, unfortunately when men try to jump in a situation, not even fighting, just to break up a fight and end up getting attacked and or shot and killed, unfortunately. Like So if that would have been your girl at Exodus and you saw them coming at with the nineteen forty two bottle. First of all, I'm gonna for the bottle. Yeah, and I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and protect her. Yeah. Like that's that's gonna be I would, my first thing. Like I'm gonna try and defuse it because you you see that shit start to escalate and niggas mm-hmm. niggas start getting chirpy and shit. I'm gonna try and defuse that shit and get my lady up out of there. Now if she getting jumped by a bunch of bitches, I'm gonna start clearing them hoes. <laughs> I'm saying so. This is like I said it in jest initially, right? Yeah. But that's why I said I'm not gonna be where y'all at this summer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Because I I know my temperament already yeah. and i like i know what i'm i'm able to take and, and the level of disrespect that i can take and i'm like i'm just gonna try to avoid certain situations and because like these young niggas is crazy like you got you literally got to kill these niggas because i know that sound wild because they won't let it go and you're not about to get into no fight niggas don't try to stump you out bust your fucking face on the ground like i just gonna remove myself from the situation and not be around you because it can go bad come outside i'm definitely be outside like i've been saying so it's hot girl summer i'm outside i can be outside you're i got too permission old for a hot girl summer golden girl old. golden girl evening whatever i'm gonna be outside for a little while but i will she be said in the golden house. girl <laughs> evening that's, that's. <laughs> but i will be in the house by 10 o'clock so I mean, if it's not a day party or a kickback don't ask me well don't get me wrong <laughs> i'm still going outside <laughs> i'm just not gonna be where the niggas at like you know what i'm saying I, I like i like kickbacks i like bars lounges but like it's covid so i'm not really trying to be around y'all but like i'm out and about i'm in the streets but i'm not being around where you where you, what what a what a instagram is, is i'm not yeah. i'm not i'm not doing i'm never there i'm sorry you don't want to be where the bottle's at no i don't 
I need booths and bottles. Nah, that's not my type of event. No. It's not my type of event. So you're not going to get the COVID shot? So you're going to be out in the streets? I'm not taking a COVID shot. Oh, I I go Monday. I got the first one already. Man, God bless you guys, man. Nigga, that shit gave me the chills. I was fucked up. Yeah, you was kind of telling me, tell tell the people what Yeah, like I was fucked up for like a day. Like, nigga, I was like literally shivering for hours. Which one did you get? I got a Pfizer. Damn, that's the one I'm supposed to get. Yeah, I was fucked up for the first day. Please that, don't say that. When I get the shot number two, I got to take the day off because I don't, I don't even want to fuck around. And one of my employees, she uh, she took it the day before, and she she took a half day. <laughs> she because I thought we we had a little coaching and shit. She was like, I got to go. Like I don't <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm not now, together. Now after that next, like when I woke up or like the next day, I was straight. My arm was just a little sore, but I mean that's I'm, uh, that's to be expected. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. I'm this shit gonna, got me shook. I'm about to go get me a vax why you should oh because it, so when covid first happened i wasn't scared because yeah. everybody that, that was dying i'm not gonna lie was old it was all my mama friends so you know i just was like oh they old but this this new wave of shit everybody that's dying is my fucking age like i'm like just like i'm scared i have bad asthma i've been on steroids since they sent us home mm. like my doctor was like look you got to go on steroids. I also had to quit smoking cigarettes. He was like, because if you get this shit. Yeah, you should. Yeah. He yeah, was like, if yeah. you get this shit, he was like, you got 70-30. And I was like, oh, 70 is not bad. He's like, no, 70% chance you're going to die. Oh. I was like, oh. The mines ain't in your favor. <laughs> I was like, oh. The mines ain't in your favor I was like, okay. So I, um, I had quit smoking. Um but I'm scared. Like, everybody mm. I know who's getting this shit our age, like, a lot of these niggas aren't making it. I don't want COVID to kill me. Like, it's a lot of ways I would like. To, I'd rather die from the vax. At least a couple of years down the road, my family can see a commercial 800 number, call it, and get a couple dollars. If you died from taking the vaccine, call this or. Is this your real life thought pattern? Yeah. Like mesothelioma. Yeah. Like, if this shit is really as bad as everybody say it is, 10 years, maybe 15, there is going to be a commercial and somebody will be able to benefit, in addition to my life insurance, from me passing away, as opposed to me just dying from COVID. If you just die from COVID, there's nothing for you. All you did, you got sick and died. You got insurance. Yeah, but that's it, though. Well, 98 point something percent don't die from it. You, I don't, you don't, think you don't I, want to be yeah, that 2.1 that do Yeah, I don't know which percent I'm going to be. I'm a, I'm gonna hold off for right now. Like, not, I think like, I already had it, but I don't know because um, when we came back from the All Star game, I was we were all deadly sick. You were deadly the, sick out with the spreaders. Yeah, when we came back, not this year. I'm talking about when it first happened. I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. with the cool we, people down at in, in Atlanta. No, we went to Chicago. Oh, this was uh, this is when COVID first happened. Yeah. Um, and we you thought said, I ain't we had scared. It. I ain't scared. No, that's that. I will say this: if I had COVID, that bitch got hands, and I don't want to see her again mm-hmm. without some help. Because I thought I really thought I, watched, I was gonna die. I watched my son deal with it. My ex-wife, her fiance, had it, and my and it killed my homeboy. Like he passed it that today, shit. right? Yeah, it's been a year. Been a year today. He's been gone. Yeah. So I don't want no parts of that shit. What's um? It's it's really interesting, man. This last uh the week or two, um, on Facebook. And Instagram as well, because it's like the one year anniversary of a lot of that first wave. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, that mixed with the media push on all the television shows are like the the and I don't mean this in a negative way, but like the propaganda machine is like in full force. So when I turn it on, it's like, yo, it's COVID 
go get it or nigga you gonna you know what i'm saying yeah. um and propaganda is not necessarily like a good or a bad word it's just yeah it's it just is what, what it, it is. is um but um i'm gonna hold on off man and um you know i will say this i am one and done though now, after y'all pricked me these two motherfucking times, now don't be saying I got to do it again next year and all that shit because I'm not. I, now, I will say this. I am going to be one and done with it, but I am going to I am gonna do it. Plus, I don't want to fuck around and give this shit to my mama. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. Your mom I, took this vaccine? Yeah. She, okay. um, she got her first shot. She's waiting to get her second. But I don't want to fuck around and give this shit to her. And my mom is, like, freaked out from COVID. I'm... As she should be because all her friends died. If all my friends would have died in the course of two months, I probably tough, I probably would be freaked out too. Like literally she has two friends. Yeah. I'm not um I'm not I'm not mad at anybody who said they took it or anybody who said they didn't yeah. take it. Like and you should and you shouldn't either. Like what if somebody does with their body should be they got a whole different set of circumstances and yeah. a whole different you don't know anybody health situations, yep. you know? Like, if I didn't have bad asthma, I probably would take it. I probably would be like, oh, you know, I wait, but shit. I've been on steroids. And I'm, plus, I'm tired of taking these fucking steroids. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, You know, this week, today, specifically, um, DMX passed, uh, officially. Terrible shit. Man. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts, man? Uh, it was... It was it was tough. It's like I lost an uncle or something. You know what I'm saying? Like DMX music was like the music of my youth. It was what I gravitated to. It was what I, you know, it's been the soundtrack of my life for for such a long time. And it was like you lost a piece of you. And then like the the all the back and forth with the news. Like for, for one minute they announced like you know he was passed, and people took it down. And then like news outlets was just running with it. So like for a long time you just didn't didn't know or didn't really have any finality to it. And then when like when I saw places like TMZ and like CNN posting it, like I knew it was like like for real. But it's like a punch to the gut, man. Like yeah. literally like DMX was like to me he like embodies like the heart and soul of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 real. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's it's not the materialistic and you know made up shit. Like he was a real person dealing with real issues and real shit, and it spoke to people. I do think it's um that's a, I, I respect that. That's that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I kind of feel like he like the embodied the embodiment of like pain, right? Yeah, and trauma, and and you you see somebody who is. Um, quite very open um, with some of the things that has happened to him, right? Yeah. And you got to always wonder because he had his own personal demons and the things that we know that know about and different things fuel addiction, right? And it's not always the chemical hook that fuels it. It's usually the actual problem. So all the stuff that we knew about DMX and all the demons that he had, think about all the stuff that we didn't that actually that fueled and a, you know what I'm saying? And addiction is like an everyday struggle. It's not like you just clean and you like you got to continue to work at that. We never we'll never know fully the demons that he was fighting and dealing with. And what's interesting, you mentioned it was like, yo, with all the news and the back and forth and like someone to post this or someone to post that. It's interesting what we think is official. You know what I'm saying? Especially on social media. Like if we'll, it don't come from TMZ, CNN, I don't fuck with it. Lunell is not 
the end all be all. Like, I couldn't even believe that people were reposting that he died because she said that. Who the fuck is Lunell? She pro- he probably had passed already in real life. And the, you know what I'm saying? The family needed to Just go wait, You're stuff. waiting for the family to make an official. They, never, they I, said they never even pulled him off of life support. His organs killed him. Like his organs failed before they even got to the chance to make that decision. But I don't. But the reason I the reason I, I brought that up as far as like it's interesting what we think is official and the stories that we run with. Because um, I did see some stories from some of his family. And it was like, who said that nigga had an overdose? Cause we didn't, we didn't even confirm that he had, but the story was like, you know, the nigga had an overdose and had a heart attack and rushed to the hospital. Like who told y'all that? Well, I think the overdose probably came from the person that it had him admitted. So whoever took him probably told them what happened. Now this shit that he had the vaccine that, cause you know, it's people saying that he's, he some, died. Some folks he, in his family was like, well, shit, he, he just, just had the vaccine. And like, so the note, and not saying that that caused it, but like the notion that when we saw specifically it says Demex. Mm, damn, I just thought about something. I'm going to say that one. But when we saw that post that said Demex died of an overdose, we accepted that shit. And well, he had an overdose and he had a heart attack and he's in the hospital. We accepted that shit as truth no matter what, because we've been primed that Demex had issues. Like what if, I don't know if that was the case, but we just accepted it and moved the fuck on. I remember about a year or so ago, um, you know, one of them conspiracy theory pages and shit I be following. DMX has said some real shit and he got some flack for him. It may have even been two years ago. And they was like, now watch. <laughs> Damn, this is fucked up. They was like, now watch. Like, now watch. <laughs> it's not funny. But they like, now watch that when they get him out of here, they're going to say he, he died of overdose and all y'all going to believe it. I'm like, damn. Well, I think if you watch the verses, you could clearly see that he was back battling his little demons. Um, people who struggle with drug addiction, when they get clean, they can't drink. They can't do nothing. And the fact that he was drinking on that verses was alarming to me. Um, if he was really clean. Because if you once you go to NA, they take everything from you. Well, each um each um person's individual journey is different, you know. True uh, recovering addicts don't do anything. Because uh, it's all a trigger. It's all everything's a trigger. a trigger. Everybody a little different. I just, just this, this is so wild because I was just watching a uh, Grey's Anatomy and this was on the episode last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But and I was also <laughs> yeah. watching uh, Demi Lovato on uh, Joe Rogan like a week or so ago. You know, since so she had she her, can't do anything. She smoked. She said she she is California clean. She's like weed helps me. Like it, at the end of the day, like that shit helps me and it helps me not do other drugs. Um, and like it relaxes me and do all this shit. Like you can say, she said I'm California clean or, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And like everybody individual thing is different also. But the reason I, I, I say that is I've been listening to, um, uh, a gentleman talk. He was on a, a Joe Rogan podcast about two years ago. He wrote a book, um, he wrote a couple books. One was about Harry Anslinger, the movie that's uh the Billy Holiday movie is about that guy. Um, and and how he attacked Billy Holiday the whole nine yards, whatever. That movie was very very. Good. Um, and about a drug addiction and what actually causes it. You know, again, a certain percentage of uh, folks, it's the chemical hook that that gets you right. But in other situations, it be something else that gets people hooked. Um, and the, the study or the, the the way that they proved that this was like, all right, bet. So back in the, the 70s and shit, everybody was it was smoking 
And it was like, yo, the thing that you got people hooked on smoking is nicotine, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, fuck it. We're going to come up with these nicotine patches because if it's just chemical, we're going to give you this nicotine patch and then put that nicotine patch on, you get that chemical hook and then you're going to stop smoking. And only like 17% of people stopped, which is a large number of people, right? But like, what else is it? Like when people smoke, it ain't only because I need that nicotine, but sometimes people do it for a stress relief. Like, oh, I went through this. I just got to work. I got this bad call. And so whatever, whatever the situation is, like if you never fix the actual thing that's causing you to go to this particular drug to get away, I may, that's where that struggle, the everyday thing is like, all right, I'm not doing a drug. I'm not doing the, 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 the chemical but that problems is still persist that I still want to get away. And once that I want to get away feeling overcomes the logical, I shouldn't do this. Like you back in the same, you back in the same thing. For me with the quitting cigarettes, it was actually really hard. But when I sit down and actually talked about it with my therapist, I had got so used to driving with something in my hand. That's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. So like I could go all day and be in the house, not smoke a cigarette. I can go, all day and be in somebody else's car and not smoke cigarette. But the minute I get in the car, turn the radio on and start driving, it is just something about not having nothing in my hand that triggered me to constantly, like I need to feel that there's something in my hand that I can smoke. It was weird. Some people got a oral fixation. Some people got like, we was talking last night, damn about like, like you smoke, right? Yeah. Um, Some people, some people come in here and they're like, yo, can we smoke? I'm like, no, y'all can't smoke. Like, damn, man, I wish we could smoke. Like, nigga, you ain't here for an hour. Like, what what, what about what's going on in your life that you can't not smoke for one hour? Like, do you literally smoke for 24 hours a day? Like, I don't. But, I you think- know, like, it's it's easy for me and you to sit here and talk on the mic. Like, some people, they they don't have that same ability. Like, the weed relaxes them. Let's, let's so me open up. So it's not the weed. It's something else. You got. Your own personal. I, I got anxiety, and the weed like yeah. helps calm my anxiety. Yeah. So instead of, so you go to a drug to fix what's wrong with you. But like, like for me, uh, I know I like to. There's certain times of the day I like to smoke. If I'm, you know, I need that. I like that wake and bake. I like to smoke like right after I eat a good meal or right before I eat a good meal. I like a, a smoke at the end of my day to help me like smooth my shit out. Like that's. That's just me, but like I definitely know people. Like, look, nigga, I gotta, I'm up, so I gotta smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm having my coffee, I need to smoke. I'm having a Pepsi, like you, I need to smoke. Like, sometimes we gotta examine, like, fam, what you, what you running from? Like, it's something about your regular life or your regular soberness that I don't like being here. Give me some weed. Like, if you smoke all day every day, like, damn, you don't you don't like nothing it's, about it's, life. It's, nah, there's certain things I like to do high. Yeah, like, some I just, people just like to get high. All right, but those not the people who smoke for twenty four hours. Yes, those are them people who smoke like that. They like to be high. I bet they like to be high. If you got to be high for twenty four hours, there's something else going on. It's just a I don't like, know, man. Weed is has gotten really good lately. Like I just like I don't it. know if it's that you know, good. since I've come off the Reggie's, well, let me, I would have to agree. Nina, you that. just came off of Reggie's this and, year. And I should have been off of them. So so if this weed is so affordable. So let me just say this. Should have right? been on dispensary weed. I don't smoke. But everybody talking about how great this weed is now and all this shit. Why y'all gotta smoke so much of it? 
I, the reason I say that is because back in the day, niggas smoke a blunt and niggas be high for hours. Now you go back to back to back to back. Like why do why the weed ain't lasting as long? It, it gets you so high. Like I want to do it again. My How mama high said are you? the weed's been stepped on. Nigga, you know, my mama still smoke reddies. My mama said this weed's been stepped on. <laughs> she, she says that all the Why time. Why don't you put your mama up on some kush? Her and Farrakhan say this weed been stepped on. Like they make it in a fucking lab though. Yeah. Like when I make, I, I got a new strand, nigga. You took. Cause the whole argument, like yo, nigga, this from the earth. No, nigga, you made this shit in the lab. You took two seeds and you put them bitches together. Then I took another seed and then, nigga, that ain't the earth. <laughs> it's you still gotta put it in the dirt, my nigga. Okay, well you still put a test tube baby in a woman, but that motherfucker ain't normal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, give me, give me that test tube weed. I want it. Mm, I want it. it. Y'all niggas addicted to it though. But it'd be wild that like I got I got my own addictions. You know what I'm Guns. saying? Um. That can be an addiction. You know that, right? Yeah, it definitely can be an addiction. I got my own different things, right? But, like, I'm not going to... Like, I don't... Some niggas do have an addiction. And you can have an addiction to something that's... Nigga, it could be fucking Pepsi. It don't even got to be something illegal or, or drugs. But, like, nigga, don't act like it's not. And not you, per se. No. Uh, but, like, in general, like, nigga, you can't go... Oh, I, I ain't going there. I can't smoke it. I mean, it's it was hard for... Like, I've... Me and Nina used to work at a job where they were drug testers. Ooh. And it was hard shaking that monkey at that fucking job. Because, like, nigga, sometimes I would be like, nigga, I need this shit. But I can't drop dirty and lose my good-ass job because I like to get high on the weekend. I quit that shit. job immediately. I went over to David's job desk and asked him, like, they do randoms. He was like, yeah. I started looking for a job. I got the fuck up out of there. Yeah. You're not going to be random drug test me unless I fall. I got dropped, if I fall. I got dropped random, and I was dirty. Well, y'all, I mean, y'all did with something that's very important that you have, like... Um, we was working at a pharmacy. It was life <laughs> or death. <laughs> we was working with like, drugs. Y'all escalation is when somebody died because they got the wrong thing. Yeah, I mean, we were uh, definitely working with drugs. But I still. need you to be sober. <laughs> you All right, know so I'm sober at the job, but I mean, shit, if I want to get high on a Friday night, that shouldn't affect what I do on Monday morning. It affect me getting sued because I can't prove when you was high, though. You know what I'm saying? So when something happened and you fuck up on natural, by mistake, a legitimate accident, and they test you and you shit in your system, how do motherfucker prove you wasn't high when you actually made the mistake? Yeah. Like some, So they be like, I don't think niggas should drug test because weed is legal. No, niggas, some shit you got to be sober for. Because I don't want my doctor high when he fixing you, right? You don't want that nigga high. No, but... My doctor smokes. Yeah, but I don't mind. When he doing that. surgery, do you want him high? No, this is not my surgery doctor. Yeah. This is like my just primary. Yeah, yeah. certain shit you got you to gotta be sober for. It. Everything else, it is what it is. But like certain shit. I wouldn't touch the medicine. I could have been high. It no big deal. Now, speaking of Grey's Anatomy, you know, Amelia has done a lot of great surgeries off them, off them opiates. I've never seen Grey's Anatomy. You missed that long. 17 years ago. Uh. <laughs> Let me tell I don't, you I don't like I don't like TV sh- I don't like doctor TV shows. Why? Grey's Anatomy like is different. <laughs> I do I do watch some TV. You know I'm in the Law and Order. You know my nigga Stabler back. I cannot get into Stabler that. looks like a Stabler looks like he has child porn on his computer, <laughs> and he also looks like he has a a a, a white costume in his closet, no. and he or both. He looks definitely looks like he puts his foot on niggas' necks. Like if anybody puts their knee on a niggas' neck, it's Stabler. That nigga just like a he look, he looked like somebody who the, the special victim unit should be tracking. You can't tell me I that like nigga law, don't look I like, like. I like Law and Order. I, I used to, I, like I ain't watched Law and Order in so long, but Law and Order used to be the shit. Stable just came back. He got his own show now. I'm straight. I heard it was mid. 
It is. It is. <laughs> Y'all niggas wrapped up on some nostalgia. I that can't, that I can't even in front. Because he's not with Liv no more. He like doing his own thing. I ain't gonna lie, this week I ain't even watch it. I've, I watched SVU and then when his show got ready to start, I turned And it's a weak on. ass storyline oh with Bottom Back. Like, this shit is it's just not good. I think I stopped watching SVU when every episode was ripped from the headlines. I'm like, all right, nigga, I seen this show. I seen this shit on TV already. I just I just keep it. Snowfall. Remember they did the Chris Brown episode and that shit? Was, yeah. that, that shit was good. funny. I was that still was watching I, it. I just keep it Snowfall. I just keep yeah, it Snowfall. Snowfall, good TV, though. So where does, I, I, I pose this question to you and Ant, but like where does Franklin rank in the list of TV drug dealers? Give me a list of TV drug dealers. Avon Barksdale, Marlo. Uh, Avon Barksdale was not a good drug dealer. At all. He was, He didn't even sell drugs while he was on the show and shit. He was in prison most of the time. Who else? Uh, um, Stringer. Don't, y'all got to throw Tyreek Daddy in there, Ghost. Yeah, ghost. Yeah. Got to throw ghost in there. It's not that. It's not a bunch of TV drug dealers, to be perfectly honest. I feel it's like, like five of them. I feel that. like we're missing somebody. Oh, nah. can we throw them in there from movies? Because then we can throw Mitch and them in there. That's based off a true story. That's a little different. Was they but really Snowfall good, is loosely based on a true story too. If you're gonna throw Franklin in there, so well, Franklin is the most the most successful drug dealer of all time. And they can start a crack. <laughs> I mean, AKA Free Ray. Yeah. Um, but like. I don't know. Like, uh, them niggas wasn't like, they. I guess they was getting money, but then paid them for them niggas ain't do nothing spectacular. They was getting money. They just, Everybody was getting money. They was just some New York niggas. That's all. They was getting money and they, and they burrow. <laughs> like, it wasn't even like, I mean, they was doing regular shit. They weren't like the most popping drug dealers across the country. Like, them niggas. I was, think they actually, once I actually looked into the paid in, um, paid in full story and like actually looked into like the real people. I it's think a they, documentary called Game Over. With the, with all of them on there, and they showed the real uncle and the, the whole yeah. nine yards and shit. Like, I mean, they, don't don't get me wrong. They was they was getting money. And they was young, but like, nigga, it's a insert a nigga from Detroit that we know that was getting the same type of money. But that's, I mean, you feel like that, but that's probably how niggas is on the East Coast feel when people bring up BMF. You know, that wasn't it. We don't know how they was handling over there because we we didn't live there. You get what I'm saying? Well, we know how they was handling via the court records. Like we can, we we understand like they 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 distribution channels, how much money. Uh, we only know what the police know, how much money they get. They could, they probably was making more. Like there's, but there's, yeah, I remember that was a different time. You comparing like the '80s with VHSs and shit like that to when BMF started rolling. We was really going into a new period with social media and shit like that. BMF was good in, in the late '80s, early '90s, and then like when we got when we got hip to it, right, and when they started doing the rap shit. That they was they was rolling already. Yeah. Now when Jeezy yeah. first came out, that's when the indictments came out. Then they, they went to they went to prison around like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah. But like that was the that was like the, the tail end. end. Yeah, yeah. But they've been they've been getting it for a, they was getting it for a long time. I know when I look at all these niggas, it'd be funny to me because like when I watch these movies and stuff, and when I really like think about it, none of these niggas runs as long. None of them sell dope over. Five years. Uh, White boy Rick only sold dope for two, uh, for a year before he got in trouble. I have no idea why that nigga his name because I guess because he's white. But like that, that, they just made an example out of him. That's all. I mean, I don't know why he got the street name. Like that nigga. Because the nigga was selling keys to some of the biggest, some of the largest dope dealers in the city. But he really wasn't, though. Doesn't he matter. Really he was. He was in. A, basically, he was Franklin. He was fucking informant for the same fucking people. Franklin's not informant. Well, you know what I meant. But don't put, he was put some respect on Franklin's name. 
loosely based, so we're gonna say Franklin. <laughs> um, but like, so we got we got Franklin, we got Ghost. Uh, you can throw Avon in there, but them niggas ain't do nothing spectacular. If you want to put somebody on there, I would put um, Marlo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Avon, Marlo, Avon uh, fucking Stringer. What was the like? What was the catch with Stringer though? He was trying to get clean. No, I'm um, saying like what made him a, such a good drug dealer is what I'm oh, saying. Nothing. Nothing. What was the nigga that sold dope on Rock? Remember when Rock was beefing with the um drug dealer? Andre. Yeah. <laughs> Andre. So. <laughs> Chauncey. We gotta put him on there. Gotta Andre was on there for two episodes. We gotta put him on there. Andre let the trash man run him off the fucking block. <laughs> that nigga. We gotta put him on the there. Rock choked that nigga up in his in his in his motherfucking living room. Andre should have sprayed that house up. Yeah. If you want to give me some so so drug dealers, I'll give you Fresh. Y'all remember uh, Fresh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That little nigga, yo. Nigga was Enterprise. Yeah, he was definitely enterprising. He's, he's smart as fuck. But um, it's not Fra- a lot. Franklin is, Franklin is the top. Like, he he's up there. Nobody's no. fucking with Frank. Franklin is on some ghost shit this season. I don't like it. Don't like nothing going on. Explain. Dog, him and these Franklin bitches. ain't trying to get clean. No, it's I'm talking about like it's like he was doing so well and then it's like these bitches just be knocking him off his square. He was never right after Mel shot him. Like that whole Mel thing that really fucked with him. He's made a, I think he's made good decisions. He Mel. that's really fucked. Could and, have because you're sleeping you know and fucking been sh- and telling your business to this bitch. How many niggas you know has been shot? Into her. How many niggas he, you know has been shot? Ain't none of them right after they shot. But he ain't told her nothing. He's told her nothing. What he told her? Remember, he told her that he was going to meet the plug. That's why them niggas was following him. No, she works. She was ear hustling. She, she works at the club, so she works at the bar. So she knew that was not because hey, no. we about to go meet. But like nigga, I work. She at was the just club. ear hustling. Yeah, that's all. She that always no, remember if go back and watch it. Remember when he sat down? Um, it was one of them times he went and sat down with her. He told her like, "Oh, I gotta go meet with the plug." No, she asked him. She asked. She was like, "So, who was that white guy that you was talking to?" He was like, "I don't, I don't worry about it." it. And you're like, "Well," and she she asked him to that twice, and he he kind of like blew her off. I'm thinking like, "Yo, you acting a little bit too." At, that's before I I was kind of suspicious, but then later in the I episode, uh, man boy said I had some shit in the works. I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute," but he ain't never actually tell her nothing. He told her he had a bad day, so I think she implied like something was going on. But like he ain't never actually tell yeah, her she, she she just be around. Like this he ain't Wednesday never... when that show opens, after she answers that question, if he does not blow her fucking face off, I'm done with that show. He's not gonna kill her. Well, gonna I kill think her. she dies, but I think, I think Man Boy gonna kill her. Really, I think if anything, if she if she not if he if they don't shoot her right there, then they probably gonna try to use her to set to up set a, a Man with, Boy, yeah. set a meet with Man Boy, and um and try to get him. But she's not gonna survive. Like. Like in real life, like we know how this story ends. He should have killed Mel. I mean, she, Mel was gone. But <laughs> when he nigga woke I up. just really like, I, like Franklin. I don't even know if he knows where Mel at. No, nah, Franklin strikes me as the type of nigga that's probably still in contact. He probably be sending her money, probably paying the aunt's bills. He strikes me as that type of nigga. Like I do not. So I listen, cannot. I go back. I was, I was watching some old episodes. Like we get a, a nice guy vibe from Franklin. But he not he, he a killer. He got the most bodies on the show. He he hasn't been that way in such a long time. And then I wonder like, well, how the fuck is this nigga pistol whip his dad? Nigga, season two, that nigga was telling his daddy he fucking hated him. That's when he when yeah. he went and beat the shit out of the nigga and took his coat. Like he fucking he like nigga now 
after all this time, you want to be a fucking dad? And he was throwing a fucking phone at him and shit. He killed me. He, 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 oh, when he was in jail. Yeah. You killed your, you killed my best, you killed your best friend. Like, Franklin that one was is a, a kid. That was an accident. But after that, oh, I didn't took a nigga life. I didn't took a nigga life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that, that was the turn. Like, yeah. after he killed his boy, it was like, eh, I mean, I can kill anybody now. Well, you can and kill and, Andre. And I always feel, and this is probably bad to say, I always feel like murder and drug dealing go hand in hand. I don't care if you're selling dimes. Like, you got to be willing to kill a nigga. That's just part of it. Just come with the business. I, I think respect and murder go hand what, I don't give a fuck if it's drugs or not. If you want a motherfucker to do what you tell them to do and they say no, it got to be a threat. Because if there's no consequence, money is not going to change. Money is power and intelligence is power. All that bullshit, nigga, power is power. Yeah. When you physically afraid that I'm gonna do something to you, so you do what I want you to do. That's huh. the when he, when they found out the niggas was was like kicking it at the rock at the cook up house. You do good, we take care of you. You do bad, you pay the consequences. He killed the nigga in front of everybody. Like, like Franklin is cutthroat, and and what's so funny is he doesn't. I, I don't. He only has an emotional attachment to the people who've been there day one. Like old girl was his girlfriend in, in seventh grade. His, his the girl he lost his virginity to. So I guess maybe he thought he can trust her or whatever. But at the end of the day, that bitch is dying. <laughs> she is going to die. Like she he she literally heard he heard that they heard her. How long you been setting him up? How long you been playing me? No, like, I'm about to use you. Like the nigga, low key, the nigga is cold hearted. Remember Once when he finds out he's been done wrong, yes, he gets cold-hearted. But he doesn't start out like that. Yo, if it makes sense for business, we about to do it. Like, so for an example, when his dad, when him and his dad was quote-unquote cool, his dad come in like, yo, this is what the Panthers used to do, whatever. Let me send you to this spot, that bookstore. And he went through all those shits. The bookstore people was cool. You know what I'm saying? Till business got in the way. And- now, I still gave you guys a, a, the best deal that you can do it, but I did it on my way. Right. Because this place is getting took anyway. Right. Y'all was about to get foreclosed on. I did take your business. I gave it to the nigga so I can get the police nigga off me. But I gave you all I bought y'all another building a mile down the street and I got y'all two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Now, because I did it in a shady looking way, y'all want to fuck with me. But I gave you two hundred fifty thousand dollars and bought y'all niggas a new building. Nigga, take that motherfucking books down the street. Y'all was going to get closed anyway. But nigga, I don't care about y'all feelings. I need to get this shit done. Yeah, I don't care about your feelings. Uh, drive, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you keep beefing with this nigga, and he the, he is the boss. And Compton, he is the man. And guess what I did? I talked to Teddy and the, the, my two biggest customers. I'm gonna get rid of one of these niggas, and we literally just set up to to wipe out a whole entire fucking crew. Now, man, boy, nigga, fucked it up. Like, I'm getting rid of niggas left and right just to make the plan go. Yeah. He better hurry up and get rid of Scully or he gonna have a fucking problem. Well, Scully's actually, he problem. really needs to get rid of Scully, baby mama. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah I'm she out Scu- of control. Scully not the problem. It's, it's man boy. Scully's not the problem. Yeah. Well, Scully's the problem. Now, you know he ain't gonna let that shit go about his daughter. That ain't I, know, I think Scully. He's gonna... already let it go. He's already let it go. She the did. one hyping the shit up. Remember, he was like, yo. He made peace with the Lord. Yeah, he was over <laughs> with the Lord. He was yeah. like, "Yo, I think I think this shit all my fault. Yes. On some karma shit." Scully already let that let that shit go. It's Khadija and Man Boy. Them niggas, they got to go. Yeah, got to go. Khadija got to go first, and you got to make an example of her. And Scully don't love her. Scully don't. I love think her. he love her. No, she just live in the house with the baby. 
why why are they living in them conditions? Have y'all really like sat back and looked at that apartment? Like when they show them, rent like, probably free. That shit looked like a trap house, like uh, because a straight it up is, trap Nina. house. It is. I mean, I don't get it. I don't see. I don't. I don't understand why Franklin don't go back to the house he used to live in. Only nigga who used to know who he lived there was uh it's Andre, and you shot him in the head. But I think he think the police probably know now. Well, you, he don't know who Andre told, but he definitely should. I don't know how old girl is laying up with Franklin in that apartment because I'm not fucking no drug dealer, nigga. You the man out here, and no, can you put me somewhere else? No. Oh, well, then no, you can't not, come over here. No it's more. not my responsibility. But you, no, you, but you, you can't come over here. No more. You work at my auntie bar, <laughs> nigga. You got I got you a job. <laughs> Nigga, but you here every motherfucking night, though. Like, no, we're either moving or you don't be here. I don't know. No, I don't know nothing. I've been here my whole life. I don't know what's better. I've never seen it. Yes, he do. He bought that house. I'm talking about old girl. Maybe oh, you, she you, know. She see where Louie and she see how Louie living. Louie had on what, that Chanel this week. She see. You, she see you making you, money. you making a lot of demands. You making a lot of demands. I can get another one of you. I can lay up. I can lay up with another hood bitch. Like the shit I want is money. No, she just wanted his information. Yeah, that's because she didn't really like him. I think if she really liked him, the dynamic would have been different. Because shit, even Mel was taking money from him. Because she's a crackhead. Crackheads will take anything. I can't believe he was running up in them crack houses to get her. I just was sitting just mad. I mean, you didn't know. You didn't know what it was at first. I mean, we know what crack is now, and you know what I'm saying. But like, but crack is brand new. Like, like it's it's fresh. Like out. It was fresh. Like nigga, you was a regular person a week ago, and now you're not acting the same. It's like I don't understand. I think this shit gonna wear off. I, I want you to stop. I, at that point, they didn't understand. Nigga, you're making millions of dollars. You know this shit don't wear off. It only gets worse. You know what the fuck this but, dude? But like when it's no, brand now. new. Yeah, but when it's brand new, like this is crack is fresh out the box. You don't know what the what the ramifications is just yet. Yeah, and that, that was the whole, like, so every season it gets a little bit darker and darker. And the, the, the people who using the drugs uh, kind of change. And like, I don't know if y'all noticed, like when Snowfall comes on, Every every week that thing that says most snowfall, it gets more deteriorated, yeah. deteriorated, and deteriorated, whatever. Cause like, I don't know if it was like when when Franklin, um, before Mel got on it, when it was just Wanda, he ain't he ain't really understand. He was talking to Leon. Leon was like, no, you don't you don't get it, man. This shit, like that rock changed you. It changed you, like Franklin, and he under I think he understands now. And they all understand, which is which is why, like when Louie and them was in Arkansas, they was like, "No, it's the napalm bomb. You can't use it. Yo, you, you can't, can't use. You can't use it. They, we get it now. <laughs> like this shit hook you like nothing else. All them niggas in Arkansas gonna be on that shit. That was a bad. That was a bad go go. Hey, you gotta expand. Rock. You gotta expand. So oh, I'm in the snowfall group on um, Facebook. So after you're that, you're not episode- in the snowfall group on Facebook. That's all I'm gonna say. You're not in the snowfall group. <laughs> Because yeah, it's only one that matters. Yeah, you need to come shout out to the homie Trinidad Ant. There's only one that matters. Well, y'all gotta send me an invite. So I'm in this one, and somebody um, who asked Southfield <laughs> niggas. Uh, uh-uh, it's people from all over. So it was like a couple of people from Arkansas. Like we don't really live like that. How they gonna depict us? It ain't never looked like that. So here I go <laughs> in the comments. Like, well, per game banging in Little Rock, <laughs> I feel her spot on. Like it was one 
trailer park little thing. Like, nigga, we, that wasn't the whole city, nigga. It was one dirt road. But you you mean tell me ain't no dirt road in Arkansas, nigga? In the 80s, based on Game Vegas and Little Rock, that's how that shit looked. Now, if it didn't change, y'all need to yes, do an updated yes, shit, documentary. Yes, shit has changed a lot since the 80s. Like, get out the, get out your fucking feelings. Motherfuckers who wasn't born in the 80s talking about, it didn't look like that, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> you were a baby. Uh, you were a baby when your mama was on crack. <laughs> banging in Little Rock was a thing, dog. I think I remember the movies. Like, I remember I the documentary. Like, it, it made, like, in real, I mean, we want to get in our conspiracy bag. It kind of helped propagate gangs in areas that it wasn't gangs. It taught you yeah. all that shit. Yeah. It taught you how to jump magazine or get sexed in. It taught you all the stacking and what they, it gave you a blueprint and of niggas, expansion. It gave you the blueprint of expansion. It turned gang banging into McDonald's. You can put them anywhere. Did you guys ever watch the update? Uh huh. Okay. Well. A lot of people don't even know, but in case you don't know, it's an update to Gang Banging and Little Rock. A lot of them niggas died. Yep. Shortly after the film. Yeah. But I mean, just how you said ain't no drug dealers is like riding off into the sunset. Like, nigga, it's a, it's a very short window. Nigga, OG always told me ain't no such thing as old cowboys. Niggas die on the battlefield. And it's a new crop of young drug dealing niggas every couple years. That's just how that's just how the game is built. And they're getting more and more ruthless. Nah, that's all the same. Mm-mm. I get more and more ruthless. You remember, like, back in the 80s and um, early 90s, they didn't kill women and kids. Like, if a, if a nigga killed Joe yes, Ma, no. Yes, they Nina. did. Listen. In yes, the 80s they did. is where Detroit got his reputation from. No, but what I'm saying Niggas is... Niggas was killing mamas was, and kids. If they came at them, you knew that shit was bad. They, like, they've tried to get at you monster. They've killed other people before them. Now they just go straight to them. No, what I'm saying is, once the crack started and niggas started getting guns and weapons and Uzis, we just coming and spraying up the fu- like drive-bys. We straight we spraying up everything. Like that murder rate, like we think the murder rate is bad now. It was way worse. That shit was really fucked why, up in why, the eighties and the nineties. Watch the white boy document, white boy Rick documentary on Netflix. They was talking about Detroit having like nine hundred murders a year. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of dead fucking bodies. Like a live threat. Our yeah, we was yes, kids in Southfield, Nina, in, in Southfield, <laughs> on Park, you did. But we was did. kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm born in '82, so like when this shit was cracking, like I was, I was a when kid. When crack was cracking, we was babies. You but like niggas was dropping, niggas was getting their bodies dropped. Now at a our, very high percentage. In now Detroit. our murder rate didn't start going back into, I, I guess what we have now is normal ranges uh, or whatever to like mid '90s. Because, like, crack was still cracking in 92, 93. And, and Detroit is still one of the most dangerous cities in America. Today. Today. Yeah. today. And how many niggas are getting killed over and, crack now? And what's crazy is it's still one of the most dangerous, but it's sa- it's technically safer now than it was back then. I, was, I think I don't even know. You get your head blew off of some $7 Cardi's right now. Fashion for, for them Fashion Nova Cardis, they'll blow your hair right off right that now. That shit's sick. That shit. Streets Do not is, lose your life over no clout goggles. Let them motherfuckers go. Streets is done. Yeah. You got a whose man's is this this week? Uh, my dude. Um, Who getting it? Uh, Hubert Davis. Oh, man. Let him have it. That shit was disappointing. Uh, I don't I don't fucking understand it. Um, he is the new coach of uh, University of North Carolina, new head basketball coach, um, the first black head basketball coach there, only the fourth black head coach out of UNC's history of any sports. 
um, roughly, I think, 25 percent maybe of head coaches are black across the country of all those very small percentage i don't even think it's 25 percent um or 12 percent. maybe that was a number or some shit like that but he was giving all these stats and like yo because it was a thing like yo this is the first black head coach and you know giving unc history unless you do something like really really fucking stupid or wild like you probably gonna be the coach for a a long fucking it's a, it's time. a lifetime unless you just go on a the a nose dive with victories. Yeah. It's, it's a lifetime job. Um, and he's and he's been an assistant coach there since 2012. Former so, NBA player. So you, you he like, got the pedigree from went to you from the area. Went there. You know what I'm saying the whole nine yards. And um, he's like, yo, I'm proud to be. I'm proud of this black stuff. I'm proud of this. I'm proud of that. And I know this is very important. But I'm also proud. I got a white wife. Like nigga, what? what? I, I'm also proud that. Uh, with my white wife, we produce some some three white, biracial children, <laughs> three bi- like three white kids. So like, like nigga, what? Now my 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 nigga, what? Ain't because you got a white wife. I mean, love who you want to love, but what do that got to do with the price of tea in China? I'm the head coach. I'm the head coach. Why why are we even talking about her? This is my day. Why did you feel? Because you, you you think you talked about too much black stuff. So let me throw some white in here because uh, this is getting a little bit too black. I, hey 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 uh, UNC. Um, I know I just said all this black shit, but I got a white wife. Like it made it made it seem kind of like wh- wh- why would you do that, dog? Like why would you do that? Oh, I'm not I'm not with it. Um, I'm not with it. And the nigga don't got no mustache. So. Um, I can't trust a black man with no facial hair. Uh, niggas can't be trusted. Joe uh, grew a beard, huh? Joe Biden grew a beard. Joe Biden not black. I'm, I'm just saying, like we always talked about, like the president. He got a beard. Yeah, he got a beard. He just took a, he just took updated photos. He got a full beard. No, he do not. I look at the photos today. He do not got no full beard. Yes, he does. Let me show you this shit. I literally just got finished uh, watching because I is know, it the roadcaster? Is that? No, it's not, sir. It's BTA. Oh, okay. My bad. No, it's not, sir. After watching the verses and seeing Ron Isley, every man should learn is little facial hair. Look, I'm not just a little facial hair will make your ass look totally different. I would like to give a whose man's is this too to all you thirsty hoes that lusted up on Ronald Isley. Okay, this oh, man. Oh, he was looking like a whole senior citizen snack until he took his hat off. This man is that a full beard, sir? I'll show you the picture I got. He got a this full is, beard. This is the official White House picture that he just dropped. That is the nigga got a piece of hair on the nigga face. I seen a picture and he had a full beard. So maybe oh, the, the nigga just, you seen was he outside? The nigga no. just gave a fucking. Uh, he just was on television talking about how he gonna take our gun rights with a with a bare face. All right. Well, maybe somebody lied to me with the picture that <laughs> the I had. nigga seen the picture of Farmer Jack. Insert <laughs> 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 like, random white. Well, yeah. Are you are you thirsty old hoes that thirsted up on Ronald Isley? That nigga is hundred and fifty years old. He's like He's, Nah. I'm not hating. You sound like, like you hating. I'm That's not hating. hating. I'm not hating. <laughs> it doesn't sound you, like you hating. Go, you gonna let that senior citizen get in between your legs and start humping hot fast? So honestly, so, um, so at I, what point you think you're not gonna be fucking with the hoes? Never. I'm, I'm with it to the casket drop, my so nigga. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it to the casket <laughs> drop. As long as I got Niagara out in these streets. Oh, what you need to do is shave his head. Cause that's the crazy looking part. Look, he was looking good until he took that hat off. Once he took that hat off, that he was looking real senior citizen. He was looking like Paul. Paul. Side yeah. note, uh, that's not my only who's man's is this. I'm glad you brought this shit up. I'm glad you guys had a good time with that battle, Earth, uh, Wind, and Fire, and um, 
the Isleys and all that shit. Yeah, I think Earth, Wind, and Fire should have battled Maze and Frankie Beverly. I mean, that's that seems like the the logic. It was trust, a better. Right? It when the last been time better... you seen Frankie Beverly? Well, you know, one of them is. Uh, I think Frankie or Beverly. One of them is sick. All right, know. but to, to back to this. Whose man is this? Frankie or Beverly? Um, yo, listen, my nigga. Um, these are professionals. They've been doing this shit for for forty years or some shit. At no point in time are you supposed to perform over the actual vocal track. Not ever. You either go. That's it, a rookie move. Like That's you, a fucking rookie move. You either gonna play the song, or you gonna actually sing. Is this y'all first verses? No, nigga. We are we watching verses? Uh, oh, because they they do it on every verses. And These you, niggas should not be singing over the track unless because sometimes the track is playing right, uh-huh. and then the rappers are may jump in and rap, but no. He they was performing whole something like no you're not even you're not even matching what they saying it's not that's not it don't look good that's not what you do well that's what they do on Soul Train okay well so there there is a such thing who the fuck watches Soul Train anymore I don't know let it go Uh, I like the show on Beats he is really good so what they do have they do have a performance track right and they may have like the hook and some background vocals and your actual vocals are turned down really really low so just you can hear what you're supposed to sing. They were just playing a fucking song and singing over it. That's not good. Y'all are talking about 100-year-old people. My grandma just told her 87 on Monday. She can sing her fucking ass off and she don't forget the words. Because niggas was like, well, they 80. Who the fuck cares? Don't just play the song then. They've been, they been singing fucking it, between the sheets for 40 years. And guess what? They were like, well, they 80 years old. But them niggas sung the whole shit for four hours. <laughs> hey, they yo. didn't forget a word. But hey, it just. But every I don't, song I don't give they didn't old people sing, no though. passes. I don't give old people no I can't passes. Wait till you become old. Okay. And I hope a young nigga don't give me no pass neither. I'm still going to be sharp as a motherfucking tack. I think they did good. I mean, just I'm I'm, I'm a big fan saying. of verses, and after watching them, they're all singing over tracks. Um, D'Angelo was the worst. I didn't watch that shit. Oh um, my god, that shit talk is about a, a crackhead. Amateur. No, we wow, not, we not going come there. on now. Uh, we not going come there. on now. I don't, no I, no I, junkies and crackheads. This episode. If anybody was going to overdose, I thought it was him. I was whoa, shocked when whoa, I saw DMX. Like, whoa. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> if y'all watch that verses. This nigga had on no shirt and a fucking nigga don't big never have a shirt on. But yeah, nigga, you don't look like you did in that one video. Like you ain't looking like that no more. So that means that was tw- that was like twenty plus years ago, nigga. Yeah, so put your fucking shirt on, nigga, and close your coat. So that means he on crack. <laughs> no, you have to watch it. He was really crackish. Like oh you have God. to watch it. It was really really crack. I don't know if crack is a thing still. No, it's a lot of people still on crack. They on some sort of substance. I don't know if crack is like is crack still a thing. Listen, uh, maybe on perks. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? like her- heroin and yeah. shit like that. I don't no, think it'd be but on. there are people who still they drinking lean. Yeah, they put crack on weed. You guys need to still watch your weed. They're still lacing it. I don't let nobody roll my weed up. Mm-mm, they're still lacing it, and if it be a little crack and fentanyl, heard that's the new. Yeah, no, f- fentanyl. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's a the fake heroin. But it, that's the, that's like that's another drug. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well, whose man's is this? Uh, you know, I wouldn't. I wasn't really getting into music this week, but but in the spirit of Earl Simmons passing, my music pick of the week is DMX, and you can pick any DMX song that you like. Uh, for me, the song that always resonated to me was Rough Riders' anthem. Uh, the the way that he held it down at a uh, fucking Woodstock when he did Rough Riders' anthem. It's always gonna be a classic moment to me, and this is quintessential fucking DMX, man. Do you have me turned up? Yes. I'm connected. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
I ain't how you turn on. <laughs> DMX and there will be no DMX slander in my presence. If I see you slandering DMX on on Twitter, I'm gonna tell you some special things about your mama at the back of the bar, G's and Moet. That nigga had 15 fucking kids. Shout out to him. Um, you know it's, what I thought? It's very was, easy to have a lot of children. Here. One of my favorite. Uh, I'm not talking about future no more. One of my favorite DMX songs is um Stop Being Greedy. I love Stop Being Greedy. Um, Y'all been eating long enough now. And uh, like. I think I bought the uh, the the single, and I think that was like on the B side of the single. I remember that the day I bought, I bought like a cannabis single, and I bought the DMX single. It had "Get at Me, Dog," like two versions of that shit on there, and it had um, "Stop Being Greedy." And this was what ninety eight, something like in eleventh grade or some shit. And I remember when I actually was paying attention, and I realized that there was two people rapping the song. You know what I'm saying? It was like the good voice yeah. and the bad. And when, when I that shit blew my fucking mind, cause like when you a kid, you're not you listening to music, but you're not like really listening to it. Yeah. But when I heard it and they was like talking to each other, man, DMX said that shit changed my life, dog. Like in real life, the type of music I listened to um, around 11th grade or whatever, should I even started rapping after that time frame? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And Nina don't know. That's okay. so fucking disrespectful. <laughs> and after that, like the uh, princess of Southfield got, got some motherfucking gall. <laughs> uh, but that shit just changed. You walking around with another chick got your name, nigga. I did I that was just brought to my attention. And there's really nothing. What I you gonna do? You gonna Everybody step to? Everybody know who the you real. Gonna, you gonna step to her with a 1942 bottle? Everybody know who the real queen of Southfield is. Yeah. Don't nobody even know this chick. Sounds like an empty ass title to me. She probably not even really from Southfield. Probably just moved out here a couple years ago. Uh, I think you should step to her about your crown. It's not that serious. I mean, when a nigga come, when a nigga decides that he wants to take over my country, you have you got to kill him. You got to kill him. Twelve mile all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. All right. All right. It's time for the benediction off of that one, man. Hey, yo, Nina, as customary when we have guests, go ahead and shout out your socials, plug your new podcast, give them all the information. Okay, so you guys can follow me. Um, actually, you guys can follow me on my personal page because I've opened it to make it public. So come on and enjoy my life. And this is on Instagram um, at Mrs. N. Simone. You guys can follow me there. Um, if you guys want to follow my drink company, you guys can follow me at Ignorant Cocktails. Um, I have a word from that lady coming soon, but I think I might be changing the name to the Rowdy Housewife. I got to go home and think about that. Um, but yeah, new podcast coming soon. I'm excited. Oh, and if you guys are into sneakers, definitely follow my other business, 621 Sneaker Resale. And that's on Instagram too. And that's really it. All right, that's that's good enough. Hey yo, it's your man Dame Gone Wild on Instagram. 
Dame Gone Wild on Twitter. Just drop the I at me. We talk back. Uh, Shop Talk Podcast. The brand is strong. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Don't don't put your punk ass banners up when you come into the studios. Just blue and the black. That's the brand. Uh, yo, man. Shout out to y'all, man. 256 straight weeks. I appreciate y'all for coming out. God bless a good night. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.